0: I'm telling you guys, this is a foolproof plan. Look at what Marvel and Disney did with the Avengers. Our heroes are way more popular. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, iconic characters. Bringing them together in the Justice League, this movie's going to print money. There's no way this movie is a failure. Certainly not enough of a failure to be featured on this week's episode of the I'd Like a Refund podcast. Right? 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 and welcome to the newest edition of the i'd like a refund podcast i'm your host ryan joined as always we have cameron with us Cam, hey, how we doing? what's
1: up hello hey everyone
0: what was that what are you doing there was, is that your new
1: that's your new intro i i mean i i just give the fans what they want you know i give the fans what they want
0: what fan dm'd you and was like i want to hear you do this really weird laugh as i come into intro
1: uh it was more of a bleat i believe a who a bleat Rather oh, okay. than yeah, it was more like a you know how like goats bleat. I believe it was more a oh. Um, you sound like Popeye. And to to answer your question, um, I don't have social media, so no one DM'd me. Somebody
0: uh, somebody sent you a letter via I carrier pigeon.
1: I well, I guess you could say I got the DM of life.
0: Joel's joining us also. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? I know you're just wait. I know you're just laying I'm back there waiting to comment. Bothered so.
2: by that 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 <laughs> last comment there that he made. Uh, but I will say I, I appreciate the fact that you didn't say, like, "Oh, I'm joined by Cameron today. How are you?" And he's like, "I hate life." You know, like like I feel like you do that a lot every episode. He goes to you first, and you're like, oh, "I'm fine." Do he what, did really? that last. He did that that's last like, week. This is okay. a bet.
0: This is a much more enjoyable film for us to talk about than the last couple. True. So. Maybe
2: maybe that's got his spirits up. He's so.
0: more energized. I feel like.
1: Well. I'm just excited by the launch of our new trailer. Oh, That's yeah. right. You want we to make that? You, yeah, tell us about the trailer. All right. So here's the thing, guys. It's
2: like what? It's sixteen twenty footer. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, exactly. Uh, no. So the the trailer that I made, and this is kind of funny. Um, a lot of people will be the judge of
2: that. Um, yeah, I don't know about that one.
1: I. Kind of took it seriously they thought like oh hey this trailer is like a serious kind I of like when act. you say
0: when you say somebody you're like referring to like your mom your mom
1: well also <laughs> uh, also you guys were telling me we had comments and people like they some don't people understand yeah. it right yeah guys the thing's a joke like it, it's, it's a parody like obviously well, it is, it's it's cool though yeah no it, like it is and like I, I i it's it is uh it is a trailer for our podcast technically because you know it's at the end it's but it's making fun of like how especially we saw it a lot at the beginning of the pandemic how there were so many stock footage ads uh companies were posting that were about like brand values and stuff like that because they didn't know what else to say about the pandemic they're like oh together we are human buy a maserati it's you know it's uh, like that
2: commercial that he sees in her for the new os and it's like just these super like stock footagey looking shots, and it's like this bright light and like very like, like the future is now yeah, type I dialogue. Just, I just think of like here at, at Subway,
0: we hear you. <laughs> yeah, which is why during this pandemic, <laughs> our five dollar footlongs are going to grow an extra foot.
1: Yeah, I mean it, exactly. It's it, it's it, it was one hundred percent satirical and ironic, uh, and you know obviously I think it's. Um,
2: it's fitting for the show.
1: It's fitting for the show. And, you know, obviously, I, you know, I was happy to put something together uh, for the show. And I hope that people enjoyed it, you know, as much as I enjoyed putting it together. Um, but yeah, the whole thing's supposed to be ironic. Just so everyone knows, it's not like we got, I went out there and I was like, oh yeah, I think our podcast is, I
0: will, I think this. it's, it's impressive. All those great images, all those photos and video footage that you took just for the trailer. Like yeah. it was really impressive. I yeah. don't know how they let you into the veterinarian's office to see the horse. Well, yeah.
1: I, <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest about that one. Um, they didn't know I was in there. I actually dressed up as the horse's <laughs> brother. <laughs> um <laughs> were you the horse's ass <laughs> oh well yeah that's 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 it um, nice so yeah um but yeah no um it's crazy the stuff you can find of st- on stock footage uh the stock footage you can find so um yeah so i hope you guys all enjoyed it i had fun putting it together
0: we did certainly enjoyed it on our end yeah speaking of enjoying things i really enjoy when joel gives us his question of the week so joel what do you have for us this week so i want to ask you guys if it's something stupid like it's not gonna be something stupid i'm gonna fight you uh, what would your superpower be?
2: no that's too basic (laughs) what is it ben uh my question is which i think we may have discussed this before but which director would you like to see take a crack at a superhero film now before you guys answer i don't want you to think of this like well I think so and so would really capture the whatever like I'm I'm saying like if you think like like super out there like oh I think so and so would be hilarious to see them like take a crack at directing a superhero mm. film you know so it you could have a serious answer but you can also be like oh like this person would make like a really weird one but who mm. would you like to see take a crack at making a superhero can film I, whether it's going to be good or bad
0: Can I throw throw a curveball here can I guess your answer and if I get it right you have to I'm go I'm pretty first?
2: sure you know my answer Okay go ahead yeah
0: is it Edgar Wright? No. Oh, I thought no, it No, that's we've a talked, close – That yeah, we have talked about, about that. We've talked about that before.
2: Yeah, no, that's um, not mine. So now you have
0: to go first. That's fine. Uh, it has to be somebody that hasn't done a superhero movie, right? Yes. Ooh, this is good.
1: No, Ryan, you can choose someone who yeah. has done a superhero movie. What kind of question is that?
0: Part of me, like, ironically <laughs> wants to pick Martin Scorsese just to make him miserable. I thought about that. <laughs> but, no, uh, oh, that's a really good question. Uh, Even
2: you were like, what's your superpower?
0: <laughs> did you ask that one already on like the green lantern episode i don't remember i think i said oh no is that, that, that the episode with the ring is oh okay i'm still trying to figure out what episode the simply lemonade came from so it could have been that
2: one. oh it was that one i thought it know, was i that asked one, you yeah. what beverage yeah. would oh, speaking okay. of simply Lemonade, i'm actually i'm drinking it right now um unofficial official drink of the podcast yeah i'm still trying to get, a, get them to sponsor us <laughs>
1: We have a couple of gallons. Uh, I think I told you guys in the fridge. I think you got <laughs> you got jugs. Yep. Wait, yep. <laughs> of, of lemonade. Uh, simply lemonade. I think I told you uh, guys on the podcast. Um, after the whole simply lemonade bit, my family went out and bought some, and then they drank it, and they're like, "Oh my god, this is good!" So now every time we're even close to running out, my family would go out and get a new thing of simply lemonade. <laughs>
2: I thought you were gonna say anytime we're even close to a grocery store, we go get Simply Lemonade.
1: That's, that is that every is time we true. pass one in the car, we yeah. have to get out. Yeah, I haven't been in a car in forever. <laughs> well, I don't drive, so I
0: haven't been in a car um, or even outside. Ryan, Ryan who yeah. would direct your superhero movie? This is really hard. This is a this is a,
2: And if oh you feel God. so so like obliged, you can also include what movie you'd like to see him direct. But that might be a little too much.
0: No, that's too much. I would have need some prep. T- I would have needed some prep time for that. Part of me just wants to pick like my favorite director because they haven't done one yet. Um,
2: there's a couple Tommy Wiseau. Op-
0: no, it's not him. There's a couple good options. Um, I think a David Fincher superhero movie would be very interesting. Oh my
1: god, you're such a film bro. <laughs> okay, hey,
0: all you all you damn Brolins out there trying to throw shade <laughs> at me. I can, we can't use Brolins because there's a guy named that. I yeah, was so. gonna say yeah. Um, I. I I think uh, no. I'm gonna go with Wes Anderson. Okay. I Think of Wes Anderson's superhero film. Is would be that very intriguing.
1: that's Joel's? Yeah, that was my
0: answer. I was yeah. Say, well, you should have gone first. Well, all right. Well, you
2: said oh, I'm gonna go David. Oh, never mind.
0: Well, I think I just think Wes Anderson's style um, is something very sim is very similar to an Edgar Wright style, um, and kind of I could honestly maybe see it in like a Taika Waititi style of the superhero film. So very much like a Ragnarok style. But I don't think he would do a character like that. I really don't know what character he would do. It would be very interesting. But like a, like a Wes Anderson Plastic Man film would be very entertaining. I would love to see that. So, um, yeah, I'll go with Wes Anderson.
1: Cool. cool. Well, uh, I'm gonna go out here and I, I'm gonna say something, and I nice. think I think you guys might like it. I would love to see Greta Gerwig. To thought about, yeah, thought about that one. a superhero movie I think it would be so cool um, Greta Gerwig obviously Lady Bird is spectacular uh, Francis Ha was great uh, Little Women uh, is I think the perfect example of how you can take a tale that's been told many times and breathe new life into it uh, and that's would something... You, that would we... you say
0: it's a Would you say it's a tale as old as time?
1: It's a tale as old as time. And, you know, that's something that we see an issue with the superhero genre, is that there's, the, the stories have been told mm-hmm. so many times, right? Not And not just, like, Spider-Man has been told five times or whatever, but, you know, especially with superhero movies, the formula is very much the same. So I'd really love to see Greta Gerwig come in and bring a little bit of nuance bring a little bit of her own style in and direct a superhero movie i think it'd be a very interesting superhero film and i would love to see it
2: nice well uh ryan took my answer so i had to pick somebody else um and i don't know why he came to mind but all his stuff's kind of quirky i think i'd go with maybe spike jones if i can't pick wes anderson just because I want to see like a superhero film that's a different, you know, I think a lot of times we talk about, especially with Marvel, you know, like they, everyone always says like the Marvel formula and like film superhero films nowadays, just all sometimes bleed into each other. And the ones that are different stand out because they're different. Um, So maybe someone like Spike Jones would be interested. Like I said, my, are interesting. Uh, my first, person to choose would have been wes anderson because like you said ryan his style is just the complete opposite of what you think when you think of a superhero film and to see that play out would just be like hilarious like i'm trying to picture like wes anderson directing a batman and like the classic like scene where you see a See the beads or the, the pearls fall onto the ground. This yeah. is like every single Batman movie. Like seeing that in like a Wes Anderson style, like super pastel <laughs> colors would be hilarious.
1: I think I the... can see so I can see the the robber uh, standing there with the beads held out, <laughs> yeah, just like mm-hmm. symmetrical, just staring at Bruce and then it's dropping them. Super him. zoomed <laughs> out, and then it like pushes in really fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh,
3: I definitely
0: think the directors that have a more unique style are the ones that would best fit. Not only this question, but to like reinvigorate the genre. I well, think like Michael I,
1: Bay would be a really good choice. Oh we, he <laughs> already has done
0: Transformers. Yeah, Transformers is basically a superhero um, movie.
1: That's not true. Transformers are robots. Yeah, but me. no,
0: Shia LaBeouf has the power to survive literally anything in that movie. Yeah. So.
1: Well,
2: I I mean, I don't know. I don't remember what your guys' opinions are on this, but like I really enjoyed Ragnarok. And so I, I feel did. like it's similar. Like, like Taika kind of brought in. Well, that's like, what I said. Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah, I
1: didn't. Yeah, but yeah. I don't like Ragnarok. That's, I'm why, sorry, I, that's yeah. why I really, no, wanted it's not to, a problem. I really, like, mm. I really
2: wanted to
0: see that Edgar Wright Ant Man film. Like I really wanted to see that. Who directed still... Ant Man?
1: Peyton Reed. Peyton Reed. I don't know who that is. Peyton Reed. He's a
2: Mandalorian director. He
1: directed the you know, final episode of season two. You know the funny thing is that I I. Literally, not recently, but like Ant Man was out for a while before I knew that it wasn't directed by Edgar Wright. I thought it was. <laughs> oh, no, really? Yeah. I I mean, I didn't. I mean, it's got, it's it.
0: got some. I would I would say it has some Edgar Wright tendencies to it, but I think that's just more Paul mm-hmm. Rudd doing. I just, just never things. heard. Yeah.
1: I just didn't hear that he wasn't actually directing it.
0: Yeah, they pulled him. uh I think like two years before it was supposed to come out. It was gonna be one of the first. It was, and he was gonna be Iron Man, Hulk, Ant Man. When they were originally going to run through the Avengers, he was going to be the third one. Um, and then he and the Wasp were going to be in the original Avengers movie, but when Edgar Wright stepped stepped away over creative differences, they pushed him back. And then he ended up being... When did he come out? Was he the f- first one after Ultron? Yeah, he was the first one after Age of Ultron, so it was like twenty, like late 2015.
1: I just want to say that I can't believe they don't give more people chances to make these movies i mean they have james gunn why is james gunn considered to be like the pinnacle of superhero directors the guys movies
2: suck okay first of all first of all oh my god ryan i'll try and take some of this so you don't have to rip cameron's head off um first of all i don't think anyone thinks of him as the pinnacle of of superhero directors Everyone, yeah because
0: yeah because john favreau is the pinnacle of superhero directors
2: uh, yeah, I don't think anyone thinks, like, oh, James Gunn, like, he's the guy. Um, Everyone
1: loves James Gunn. They always talk about his movies. They suck. Oh my God. Have y'all seen Super?
0: No. Okay, you just picked Ed, his We're not talking movie. about.
2: Yeah, Doreen talk- the
1: Galaxy what, That's what we're talking about. See, hi.
2: I'm not getting into this right now. Let's move on. I'm yeah, looking
1: forward to The Suicide Squad, though.
3: That's
0: bullshit. Hold on a second. Like, yeah, why you, what? Why are you looking forward to his next movie based off of a property that's already failed and you're saying that his other stuff is bad? That doesn't make sense to me.
1: Because I like John Cena. He's playing one part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Do you, not so? like,
0: you like Bradley Cooper. He's in the Guardians movies.
1: Yeah. He's he plays a raccoon. I almost and said he's, a rabbit, and he's great. <laughs> and
0: he's really he's good. Great. Rocket raccoon is the is a better character than anyone in the movie that we're actually supposed to talk about today. Dude, so
2: and Rocket raccoon always needs your help because his hands don't scan. I can't get into the lift because my hands don't scan.
1: There are movies with Bradley Cooper that I don't like. Like yeah, um, there's a
2: lot like burnt
0: uh, burnt the hangover
1: <laughs> yeah. movies. Those movies suck. Oh yeah, I was, you do uh, hate Ryan. Us. I was going through your letterbox the other day. uh and um i I saw you have hangover as five stars and i I was like huh i do this is interesting i very
0: much enjoy that movie yeah i think it sucks um i know you do i disagree
1: todd phillips is just not funny i'm sorry did you ever see war dogs i did actually yeah that movie also sucks i wanted to see that was that movie that movie's not that bad it's terrible
2: it's not terrible i didn't expect great things but i I also think I probably it's, would have been like, this is It's fine. not. It's not bad.
1: Where's my? Uh, I almost asked, how come Miles Teller hasn't been a superhero movie? But I forgot. Okay, yeah. But he's about that one where fan he plays. It. <laughs> yeah, he was gonna. Yeah, a that's what I was going to say. Okay, yeah.
0: well. I just think it's egregious that you come at Well, James they gave Gaunt Michael B.
1: Jordan another chance. Might as well give Miles, Miles Teller another chance. Superhero Miles Teller would
0: get cast in something, I'm sure, yeah. down the road. Yeah. Um, I just think it's egregious that you went at James Gunn like that when there's so many other shitty directors that, that was super rude. Stuff. How dare no. you?
1: No, okay. Tell there was me no. That. There was no need for that. Okay, what other Marvel director is? Do you not like? Like, I think like like because that's what I'm saying is that yeah, there are other directors that are that that haven't been like, great, been as successful, but none of them are nearly as prominent as James Gunn is. To I a don't Marvel agree. Canon. I don't agree with you.
0: I don't think he's but that But they bring prominent.
1: him back. What are you talking about? They bring like, he, him back like, for so much.
0: They do, only to consult on the characters that he helped develop. So if those characters are in movies, he's going to be there. I think, obviously, the Russo brothers are the pinnacle right now of the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Like, And then Favreau's well, Favreau yeah. an, e- Favreau an EP on everything because he and Feige started all this. Yeah. Those uh. two are higher than James Gunn. And then he fits into the taika waititi peyton reed area or just like a guy who has a franchise that he's working on and developing that's where he slots in he's the only reason that you think he's as high up as you think he is is because one he's very vocal so we hear about him all the time and two he had that major controversy where he got fired so I, i just think he's more in the public eye but i think when it comes to like the marvel hierarchy he's just in the middle of the pack um, well, but we could talk about James Gunn and yeah, Guardians could, of the Galaxy. Yeah. I could talk about that for days. And funny enough, we are going to talk will about talk that at about some it. point soon. Um, spoiler alert. But we are actually here to talk about another superhero film called Justice League. Justice League, as you know, is a Wait, very... Is, is this a, the
1: movie about the fish that forms a league?
0: No, that's uh, not about the, <laughs> the, fish from, the fish from Serenity. Um, but he could have been a character in this too. Um, A League of Fish. Now, normally we have the segment where we say who picked this movie, but we actually had this scheduled to come up because the Snyder Cut is going to come out on HBO Max in about like a week and a half from when this drops, maybe a week. Um, So we wanted to get this out first to just give people a heads up about what this movie is before they see that one. Um, And with that in mind, we're going to throw to our synopsis real quick, tell you a little bit more about what what this Justice League film is all about. After the tragic loss of Superman, the world is in turmoil, the perfect time for an invasion as Steppenwolf and his army of parademons come to Earth searching for the three mother boxes used to bring the apocalypse upon the planet. Batman and Wonder Woman come together, along with new heroes Aquaman, Cyborg, and the Flash to stop this invasion before it is too late. Alright, so, Justice League.
2: Joel, when was the first time that you saw the Joss Whedon Justice League film? I was trying to think about that the other day. It was definitely not in theaters. Um, I think probably as soon as it hit, like, really Like, like on uh, Actually, no. Actually, you know when it was that I saw it? was when we first started working at our last place of employment, and we, like, got access to a bunch of movies. Mm. Um, yep. I we watched t- we it then.
0: We can't talk about that, um, how that happens.
2: So, uh, yeah, I – I watched it then. So, actually, it was probably last year, I think, was when I watched it. I don't know. I feel like I watched it before then. I could be wrong, but I don't remember when I watched it, honestly, the first
1: time. What about, um, you?
2: What about you, Cam? Did you watch this in the theaters?
1: Uh, no, my first time watching it was today. Nice. Yeah. Look at you. Uh, I I honestly no, hoped a... <laughs> I never had to watch this movie. <laughs> I never planned on it. Yeah, that's
2: understandable. D- have you seen – sorry, have you seen uh, – like man of steel Mm -hmm. batman versus superman all that
1: yeah i've seen man of steel i've seen batman versus superman i've seen wonder woman not 1984 um the first one yeah i saw the first one um i saw you see suicide squad man i saw suicide squad you've have you seen all of them except justice league uh yeah i guess uh you know i saw harley quinn and uh Um, and shazam and Shazam, yeah. So I guess I've seen all of them. I forgot. I forget about Shazam. Uh, I forget about good. Shazam because yeah, it's, it's really actually good. a good movie. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite um,
0: DCEU EU film. Yeah, like, well, if this, so this, r- this of this new of this new yeah. run. Yeah. Well,
1: you know that's I, you know, that actually kind of ties into our question because talk about a mo- talk about a franchise that need something to have a deeply different feel. Mm-hmm i way.
0: think Sh- i think shazam is part of the reason why they're not really connecting these movies together anymore well, they're like hey our best one has nothing to do with these other characters so. the only issue
1: with shazam was it was 20 minutes too long um the end the ending was a little bit too long but you know other than that like I- it was actually enjoyable uh, which was crazy because i haven't enjoyed a dc movie i really liked i really like birds of prey I'll-, I'll be honest with you i thought uh, Harley Quinn was actually really good. Well here's always um, an
0: interesting discussion with the D C films. It's like what are the good ones and what are the bad ones? Because I feel like there's just a fine line in between them. I really do. Oh I don't I,
1: I think that I think that they're terrible.
0: Well I don't think no I think I'm talking about not just you, I'm saying like the mass public, like what they think about the film. Oh, like, okay. I think I think on one side you have Shazam, the first Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Man of Steel is probably over on that side um what am i for- i mean aquaman made a lot of money but pe- that doesn't mean people that
1: movie it is much. so garbage um I, I haven't watched it
0: that's I the would, one i haven't seen that one's not good but it made a lot of money so i guess it would be i would say I guess it would be on the other side um and then birds of prey would probably be on the positive side i would say and then on the other side these are the ones that, like people are just like vehemently these are awful and it's batman versus superman uh suicide squad the first one Wonder Woman 1984 is on that side now. And then now of course, and then this justice league film where it's like, there's you're on one side or the other. There's no like middle ground. There's no like people like with Marvel were like, yeah, I kind of like Iron Man Mm three or yeah, I think guardians two is good. There's none of that here with DC. I'm actually going to, I'm actually
1: going to disagree with you on that.
0: I never saw that coming.
1: Um, I think that I, I obviously I say, I think that there are like suicide squad is absolutely garbage. Um, And I think Aquaman is also really, really bad. But other than that, like I think that they're just all of the DC movies just skate the line of just being completely forgettable. Oh, I I I I disagree.
0: I disagree on two. I think Shazam and Wonder Woman Woman. are are objectively good films. Oh no,
1: I I, want to. I want to make it clear. I think. See, for me, Wonder Woman is definitely a middle of the pack. I know that might be a little controversial, but. that movie again just and I, from what i read part of it was because of warner brothers i because i i absolutely despised how it ended oh we're going to um, talk
0: about warner brothers involvement with dc so, so
1: part of it was i heard that they came in and kind of ruined kind of ruined the ending of the original one so I you know i won't blame patty jenkins for that no. um we can but, blame
0: patty jenkins for one Woman 1984 but, i know well, you haven't seen it but yeah <laughs> can blame um, her for that
1: but i think yeah i think like the most of them are just kind of forgettable like i like Batman versus Superman I just remember being bored and being like okay I just don't like, want that this one's to just, be Yeah, that one's just too Yeah, long. um you know And then they,
0: and then they said to make it, it in order for it to be really good you have to watch an extra 30 minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Um
1: you know, I I feel like that's just how DC movies kind of are for me. They're just kind of like Man of Steel. I All like right. Man like of Steel. it's like it's uh, yeah. My problem he, with
2: Van Steel is so like dumb because it's just like the part that absolutely threw me out of that movie was be, when he is, is it Superman snapping Zod's neck? No, it's Superman okay. flying into mountains and the mountains collapsing. That's, that's so true, yeah. that's stupid. Funny. That is so stupid. That pissed me off when I saw. But that. see,
1: like that's the thing. I don't remember those movies at all. I barely remember Suicide. Like I, like okay, I, you know, I I don't remember these movies because Suicide just...
0: the original Suicide Squad, is arguably their worst film. So, <laughs> oh no yeah. question, duh. Um, Oscar winner int- introduced
2: introduce a character and then kill him twenty seconds. later. I'm
1: wondering. Well, that's the
0: premise of the Suicide the Squad.
1: The ending of that movie was so bad it's it's actually insane like you could like there's a lot wrong with that movie but if like you were just to fix the editing a little bit you'd have a much better movie
0: if will smith isn't in that movie it's utterly unwatchable
1: okay well let's not you know let's not disrespect the queen margot robbie
0: i mean at least she gets to be in other films though yeah like, um, at least, like if i want like if i wanted to watch her i would just watch birds of prey i wouldn't even touch suicide but Squad. You like I would birds pro- of Prey. I like Birds of Prey.
1: Um, your Letterbox does not agree with I that. I think I comment. had it like
0: I think I had it like three stars. Mm-hmm. That's a passing grade.
1: I saw your Letterbox score for Midsummer.
0: Yeah, I don't like Midsummer. Give it a one star. We could spend an entire special episode just dissecting my Letterbox if you'd like to do that. We can save that for another time. Yeah, we should do that sometime. Uh, that'd be that'd be funny. Um, I just think the DC films. And we could talk about, we can go into this now. The biggest issue with the DC films is that there's too many cooks in the kitchen. And you could say this about Warner Brothers as a whole with a lot of their movies. I know I might this might get me in trouble, but I know when we were there, um, they didn't release a lot of good stuff. Like they've got a rough recent track record and the superhero films speak for themselves. And the biggest issue with that is they'll have a good one. Like Wonder Woman, people really like it. And then Justice League comes out and everybody's upset. And then Shazam will come out and everybody will like it. And then Aquaman comes out and everybody's upset again. And then Birds of Prey will come out, and most people will like it. And then uh, Wonder Woman 1984 comes out and everybody's upset again. There's no consistency with what they're doing. Like I know they're. I don't. Did you guys see the DC Fandom thing that came out?
2: Yeah, I, I didn't
0: it. end up doing it, watching any of it. So their big thing that they're pushing with that, because obviously there's a new Batman, Batman. Com- right? The new Batman with Robert Pattinson. And everybody's question was like, well, is he just taking over for Affleck? That doesn't make sense. He's like 20 years younger than him. And their whole thing is they're pushing the multiverse – as deep for dc like we're gonna have different versions of every character all spread around like we're gonna have leto's joker and phoenix's joker doing stuff even though they're not gonna make another movie with joaquin phoenix's joker that's not gonna happen Thank god um um but they're like and now we're getting leto's joker back in the snyder cut so we'll see more of him but they're like we're we could do whatever we want because it doesn't matter it's like no it does matter like it's very important. If Marvel had like three different people playing Iron Man right now, everybody would be confused and not like it very much.
2: Yeah, I, I'm like very on the fence about that though, because like, and and this isn't to bring up a discussion about the Joker, but like, I actually I enjoyed the Walking the Phoenix Joker movie. I don't think it was some holy grail of a film, but I enjoyed mm-hmm. it, and I enjoyed seeing this different take and this kind of like standalone story. Would I have enjoyed seeing? joaquin phoenix's joker against a batman yeah sure but i i kind of like this whole like this is the mainstream of the movies but we're also going to give you like this telling of their story but at the same time it is very confusing especially for someone okay. who doesn't keep up with the industry yeah. because they could be looking at this like oh joaquin phoenix is a joker now or like you were saying uh with robert pattinson it's like oh well, he's going to be the batman now i can't wait to see him and and was, gal gadot yeah. you know it's like you know, i was gonna, gonna oh, that's confusing. what i was
0: gonna ask you like if Robert Pattinson, Matt Reeves' version is in its own timeline, like they're Mm -hmm. saying. That's a billion-dollar film. Let's just say that makes a billion dollars. Theaters are back open, it comes out, billion-dollar film. First, uh, the only other one that DC has is Aquaman, I believe, currently, is the only other Mm billion-dollar one. Um, So if the Batman with Robert Pattinson is like their golden child film now, does that just become like the main feed of films? Like, what happens?
2: Yeah, no, it's very interesting to see what what will come of this, you know, because like I said, it – I enjoy seeing these different, like, oh, like, this is the different storyline. But especially if Affleck's not going to come back, it's like, well, we need a Batman, you know? So it's like, how do we work yeah. this in, you know? And like you yeah. said, maybe maybe that's the end of the timeline for this Justice League crew that we saw. It's like, well, sorry, right. like, you guys are done. We're jumping ship to this now. Right, but then you're taking, and this is where it
0: gets confusing, then you're taking Aquaman with Momoa, which made a billion dollars, which is going to get a sequel. Exactly. And now you're like, well, we can't do this anymore because it confuses the timeline. And I or think- like, and Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins already said we're doing Wonder. They're doing Wonder another, Wonder another one, one yeah. So it's like, well, what do we do with that? Shazam's getting a sequel. The mm-hmm. Flash movie with Ezra Miller is has been in production hell forever, I but would... it's supposedly coming out.
2: So like, what do you do? Like, yeah, you, you're... No, it's, it's it's a mess. See,
1: <laughs> yeah. I would see. This is where I argue. I actually would love to see. I, I think that there is a lot of interesting stuff with the multiverse because they can play with that, right? I would love to see, like, a little bit of experimentation. With superhero films, like I can tell you right now, I if if Kaylee Cuoco and Margot Robbie Mm -hmm. were in the same movie, both playing Harley Quinn, that would be one of the coolest. Like I would be there one hundred percent. If Ben Affleck and um you know and Robert Pattinson, their characters now I we're going to talk about this later. Ben Affleck is the absolute worst Batman I've ever seen in my entire life. We're not, he getting, is we're garbage. not, getting, we're not getting into this yet. We're not um, yet. Yeah, no, he said we're late. He'll, he'll yeah, later. later. Yeah. Um, but so to speak, like if he were to like Hugh Robert Pattinson were to cross pass, I think that would be very cool uh, even, you know, the same with the Jokers. Um, that was, you know, that was the issue for me with Jokers. I really wanted to see a like a world with him and Batman. I think that's mm-hmm. would have made it so, you know, so much yeah, better. Let me
0: let me bring this to the table then. I also think that seeing that would be very cool if they did it. Hell, even the CW verse just did multiverse mm-hmm. and their, mm-hmm. their shows are not very good, but that was cool that they did that. Um, do you trust Warner Brothers to pull it off? Well, though. Because I don't. My
1: thing is, I mean, this I, is the company that brought you Collateral Beauty, so yeah, of course I trust them.
2: <laughs> my my issue is, I feel like the biggest thing, and I'm gonna kind of drop something about Justice League right now in this point, but my problem is, they're trying to play catch up yeah. way too fast with well, that's Disney. The, yeah, that's the you biggest know? issue with this and film. If they wanted to tr- say, you know what, let's try and be like Disney, let's let's make the heroes and then bring them all together. That's fine, but they can't be, like, worried about catching up because m- one of my biggest issues with Justice League is, hey, let's slam all these characters in here that we've yes. barely seen anything mm-hmm. of, and we're just going to keep giving you, like, 30 – or, like, like two, three-minute clips of each of them and then jump back into this, like, so, main storyline. Yeah. So
0: let me – let me I wanted to touch on this. I want to compare the first phase of the Marvel movies with everything leading up to Justice League for DC. So what do we have with Marvel? You have the Iron Man – we introduce Iron Man. Mm-hmm. We introduce Hulk. We have Iron Man sequel, which introduces Black Widow. We have Thor, which also has a cameo by Hawkeye. And then we do Captain America. Then the Avengers, all six of the main characters, plus Nick Fury, who's like the seventh character of that movie and Loki, who's the villain all appear in those movies. Yeah. Leading up to the Avengers film. Mm-hmm. Let's take DC side. You do man of steel. What, however people feel about it. It's your Superman. That's supposed to launch the new cinematic universe. Yep they don't put anything man of steel i believe came out in 2013 they take three years off from making another movie until 2016 when batman versus superman comes out and in batman versus superman you introduce you introduce batman wonder woman lex Luthor, and i'm probably forgetting more like other
2: important characters uh, uh like but Wait, those it's those, teased that you see uh well, oh yeah like, oh, and then, all, like cyborg yeah. And, Flash <laughs> and how and... it's
0: how is it teased in a god damn email yeah (laughs) it's an email like here's this security footage of the flash stopping a robber in a convenience store here's this footage of in star labs silas stone rebuilding cyborg Mm -hmm. here's this footage of a guy in the water that we can barely see who it is it's like that's how you're introducing the core members of your justice league which is supposed to be the penultimate film of your dc universe films Mm -hmm. that's how you do it and you only did it because because you saw what Disney was doing and you tried to take a shortcut and try and just be like, we can just play off of that because our characters are more popular. And DC characters in the comic book world are more popular characters, yeah, absolutely. specifically Batman and Superman. They are the two most popular superheroes with Spider-Man either third or mixed in between them. But Batman's definitely number one. So they just took a shortcut and they thought it wouldn't be an issue. And it was a major issue. Well, um, granted, this
2: movie had other problems, but this was one of them. Well, and on top of that, not only did they take that shortcut, like we were saying, but they tried to go with the Marvel vibe. Yes. I know it's a completely different, you know, world and stuff, but <laughs> they got but the, the guy that directed the Avengers. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, like the the freaking the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy, the Dark Knight trilogy is so like gritty and feels like it's like a real world. Like you feel like Gotham is a real place where this stuff it's is not, happening. It's not. It's not very comic booky, it's but not it is comic entertaining. Book-y. It is it's entertaining. Comic booky and it's entertaining. It's. I think Marvel, one of their biggest – or DC, one of their biggest mistakes with all this is trying to emulate that Marvel feel as opposed to trying to stick to that, hey, look what Nolan did with Batman – we're going to create a cinematic universe with that sort of style They tried, they, But it. then
0: they tried to do, like, some of, like, the more gritty stuff, like, with Man of Steel and then parts of Batman versus Superman. And people were like, oh, this isn't, like, Marvel. What are we supposed well, to do with this?
2: That's Here's, the thing, though, is I think once they keep going and establish that I this agree. is what no, this I'm, world is, yeah, you know? I agree with you. I think they should have stayed the course.
1: Well, the issue is – and, you know, we talk about – you know, you talk about this. The issue is is that even with Man of Steel um, – uh you know because my my dad was out in the room with me while i was watching the movie uh justice league today even with man of steel you have all these cgi characters and you have all and like none of that was ever in any of nolan's films right they were all very like it was all very much like this is real you know this could be real obviously you know um superman's a little bit different because you know it's an alien or whatever um but like you know, watching Batman versus Superman, Doomsday—he looks like a cartoon character, yeah, right? Amazing. He looks so so, t- do, so looks does the does so, so does Steppenwolf, yeah, Steppenwolf. Yeah. exactly. It looks really bad, and it's like Marvel did that with um you know the Thor movies, right? They did that with um definitely Dark World, um yeah. and a little bit with um event, but like even their cartoony stuff doesn't look nearly as bad well and then just look at look at what
0: thanos looks like compared to steppenwolf yeah well, I, and, that like, was exactly what i thought but
1: like the difference is is that marvel it can it works it works much better because they aren't going for this gritty feel it feels like no. it matches it's, a, it. it's
0: co- it, it is a comic book movie that feels like you're a comic book come yeah, to life
1: this is such a mixed match of tone and then what we're seeing as far yeah. as the enemy like the the villains go mm-hmm. um and that's really that's really unfortunate and like it's hard to take a movie like this as serious I mean I know Justice League did not want to be taken so seriously but like um but like a, like Batman versus, versus Superman it's hard to take that movie seriously when you're showing me Doomsday who looks ter- like it, that doesn't look like he belongs in a serious awful, movie yeah.
0: and he doesn't look anything like Doomsday in the comics which is ridiculous like what he looked like um I just think and we could harp on this forever like the discrepancies between like DC Marvels of it that's just Avengers came out in 2012. Man of Steel came out in 2013. The blueprint was written for you. It was there. You you had it ready to go. Knew exactly what you could do, and you tried to rush it. And now they they haven't recovered. Still, like they've made some good films, but as like a whole for their universe, they haven't recovered. And that's a real shame because these characters deserve a little more justice. You see what I did there?
1: League. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. But let's talk. Let's it.
0: let's talk a little more into like the particulars of this film. So this came out November seventeenth, twenty seventeen. Um, oh and I also I haven't answered this. When I saw it, uh, November seventeenth, twenty seventeen. That is when I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I went. I was back home in Indiana. I was home for the ho- for like the Thanksgiving holiday, and some of my friends wanted to get together. I was like Justice League's out. Let's go see it. Um, I was like, okay, yeah. I really wanted to see it. I just remember sitting in the theater and like looking to the left and to the right of my friends and just being like, like, I know parts of this are kind of good, but like, are we like, am I having a bad time? Like, am I having a bad time (laughs) watching a justice league movie? Is that happening? And it was, and I was like, I watching it again today. I was like, again, I was like, there's some things in here that as a comic book fan, I do enjoy and I appreciate, but Just the tone is such an issue in this film. Like it's just it's all over the place. The writing isn't isn't very good in my opinion. Uh, This is this is a mess. It's a mess of a film, Mm -hmm. and it hasn't it hasn't aged well. Um, And it's gonna be.
1: (laughs) It hasn't aged well. It's been three years. It's been three years. It hasn't
0: aged well. Like you don't you don't enjoy watching this. Like and for even the worst Marvel films, and yeah, like. I would put this up again. Like, let's say this is their Age of Ultron movie, where it's like, yeah, it's the Avengers, but this is their worst version of the Avengers. And Age of Ultron is easily the worst Avengers film. So.
1: I was going to say, don't you dare insult Thor in the Dark World. That is the best Marvel movie.
0: I think um, I think you would be thrilled if Justice League was as bad, per se, as Age of Ultron. I think DC would have been absolutely thrilled if that was the case. But this is just such a worse level than that. It is clunky. The characters are so poorly written. I'm going to disagree.
1: A, I, actually think, I actually enjoyed this more than Age of Ultron.
0: Well, that's because you hate Marvel films, so...
1: That's not true. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's not the, that's, true. That's the
0: narrative I'm going to start.
1: <laughs> I is not true. I think that Marvel does an exceptional job with some things.
0: Age of Ultron is better than this movie.
1: I disagree. Age I of Ultron is... Um,
0: I, 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 we, we're going to have to do, we're going to have to talk about that another time because yeah. we'll, 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 we'll get too far into that. Um, but one of the biggest discrepancies with this film is obviously the director. And you guys did, you guys know a little bit about what happened with the director stuff going on with this film?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think I might've heard something about like um like Snyder and Whedon or something. And like a cut. So I don't really know.
0: I didn't mean I didn't mean that. I meant why they had the director issues to begin with. Um, so Zack Snyder was tabbed to direct this film, just as like a follow up to Justice to Batman vs Superman. He had a tragedy happen in his life. He had to step away, and DC and Warner Brothers went on a search to find the next director to just pick up, and they went with Joss Whedon, which i think if you're thinking financially you're thinking this is the guy that did the avengers movies two billion dollar films this is another team-up film it makes sense the issue with what they with choosing joss whedon and this is sans what's happened with joss whedon over the last couple of years this is just his style of film he and Zack snyder are polar opposite directors there's no sign of similarities between the two of them like There's just nothing there. Zack Snyder, dark and gritty, which is what we liked seeing from Mm -hmm. these films. Joss Whedon, very campy. You mesh those two things together, and it doesn't work. Uh, That's the that's why that's the real reason I think this doesn't work is it's two competing styles fighting itself within scenes in the film, and it doesn't make sense. Um, The
2: thing that like, do you guys think that this was a a bad move bringing Whedon in to bring this? What do you think, Joel? I am not a huge fan of Joss Whedon, honestly. Um, I think you probably could have taken any of the other directors in the MCU and put them in his position, maybe not all of them, um, to direct the first Avengers movie, and they would have started getting the credit that he gets. I think he gets a little too much credit. You take that film, which you know people are going to go and see, and it's going to be a hit and give that to someone – and they're going to be heralded as this, like, God who, who did the Avengers film, you know? And not to say that any director could go do it. There is totally a bunch of people who may have taken that film and not done great with it. But, like, when I watch the Avengers, I love it because of what it is, not because of how it was shot, how it was made, how it was directed. So I personally wouldn't have picked him for this film because I just I, – I don't think he's – he, I, I don't think he's what people think that he is. You know, I, I, Not to say he's bad. I just personally think he gets too much credit. I'm not a, a really a Joss Whedon fan.
1: Well, I hate to say it, um, but I think the first Avengers is not good either. Uh, I don't like that movie um, because it feels... It's, it's the same issue as Age of Ultron is what you're saying. Joss Whedon... He tries to insert... And it was obviously... It was way more apparent with Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Um, but he tries to insert so many one-liners. I mm-hmm. mean, it is it's, it's so all quimby. the time. Yeah. yeah. And...
0: That's the that's the biggest that's my least favorite part of Age of Ultron. And it's you just, know, all the characters are just delivering
1: quotes. It's every me. single line. I mean, yeah. seriously. It and they is made they abhorrent. made the
0: they made the villain just quip all the time too. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be the super Ultron's yeah. one of the most menacing villains in Marvel comics, and they made him just a robot Tony Stark. It was yeah, horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Exactly. Um, and that that is really frustrating. Um, and you know, I. We can't forget that Joss Whedon gave us Doctor Horrible Sing Along Blog, you know. We can't he forget did. that he's done uh, a lot
0: of great work on television. Yeah, his film um, his film libraries is if you take Avengers out, there's only two other movies he's directed. And I want, we'll talk about his writing credits too a little bit. Director um, was Serenity in 2005, the film sequel to <laughs> Firefly, which I enjoy that, but that's because I like Firefly. And then he did some short film called Much Do About Nothing. Which I just wanted to put that on there because there's only Nathan Fillion. Yeah, he's in that. There's two people that have writing credits on Much Ado About Nothing. It is Joss Whedon, and this is on IMDb. You can check it. It's Joss Whedon and William Shakespeare. Yeah, love it. I just, I just, no, I'm saying, no, I knew that. I'm saying like on the IMDb, like for like credit for the (laughs) script, it's Joss Whedon and William Shakespeare. Um, but then you go to his writing credits, and it gets a little more interesting. Like one film (laughs) that
2: I really like is Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, I actually enjoy Cabin in the Woods.
0: Yeah, he's the writer
2: on that one. I always um, laugh thinking about the fact that Joss Whedon was a writer on Toy Story. Like, right. Anytime you yeah. hear Joss Whedon, I think Wait, about I Toy Story. Yeah. yeah, it's one of his very first writing credits. It
0: was Toy Story. Um, he's got good writing credits. Like he does. Like they're not as good as people. Like, it's like you said, Joel. Like I don't think his work, his body of work, speaks to his reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done good things. Doctor Horrible, like Cameron mentioned, is great. Uh, Firefly, very popular. Buffy is very popular. Um, He's done good things. He also did a couple episodes of Roseanne, so that's not great. Um, That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, I just think think he was the wrong choice for this property, Um, especially to not have full control over it, Mm -hmm. to come in and try and just tweak it and finish it. He was by far the worst choice. You guys might not agree with this, but I'm going to throw this out there. There was such an obvious answer to me as to who should have picked up directing duties on this film.
1: Yeah, I just I have agree. just have Ben Affleck do it. Oh, see, I was thinking Paul King. <laughs> who? Paul King? Is um, he? Was he already working on this? No, he directs the Paddington films. Oh,
0: what? Hold on, what? Are you, uh, you're kidding? Yeah, yeah, it's a kidding. joke. Yeah, okay. It's like what? I don't even know who that is. Like, no, I mean, you guys may not agree with me on that, but I think it's just such a clear, obvious choice. Just he probably Af- didn't want to. I probably know. Cause at that point they had already, I think they had already tabled his, uh, Batman film. And you can see in the reshoot parts of this movies, Affleck is just on cruise control with this. Yeah. Film. He doesn't give a shit. Just- um, oh, God. which is a shame. And we are going to touch on him God. because it's an interesting discussion that we're going to have there. I just think like, just pick the in-house guy. Just do it. It's easy. Get the film done. Don't bring in this, Crazy, loopy new edition with Joss Whedon films, and try and make your one movie two separate movies. Just, just avoid that.
1: Warner I Brothers wondering... should have just called up Clint Eastwood. They'd be like, "Hey, uh, we know you're over. <laughs> yeah. We know you're over in your office feeding the squirrel. Do you Momoa want to come over here?" Loved Momoa, you get one take on this line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah one take.
2: My man. Um, <laughs> I'm curious how. Put it in the trailer. If, if. He wasn't in pre-production on Shazam, how David Sandberg would have done with this. That would have been interesting. Because I'm yeah. a really big fan of David Sandberg's work. And it's funny because Shazam is, like, totally different from what he normally does. Um, but I would have been interested to see how David Sandberg would work. I, I was – when you posed this question, I instantly started thinking of people that were down the line for DC. Yeah. Like, I was trying to think about David Ayer. Like, would he have done better with this than he would have done I with think no, yeah you know? but Squad? No, shut but up. I think Ayer <laughs> had burned that bridge with WB. No, he, no he, I know. He, he, was, he was done
0: with them. No, I know. Rele- hashtag release the aircut. <laughs> shut um.
1: up i swear to god if someone says anything the whole we're, the whole Snyder cut thing pisses me off so much but we won't get into that this episode no um what
0: were you gonna say joelle about directors like do you do you think do you think samberg was the could have been i don't necessarily
2: choice? think he yeah he was like
0: for sure the choice i think he could have been at no, a no yeah choice. Could have been. yeah i think i think i really just think Affleck is just the easy choice there but i think cameron's right where he probably just didn't want to do it yeah, Because um, he was probably over them already. Um, mm-hmm. and, and rightfully so, because they jerked him around with his Batman script for far too long. And then he even agreed to do it with Matt Ree- Matt Reeves on as the director, and they yeah. shelved his script. So he was like, forget it. I'm out. Um, but that's a nice transition for us to talk about the cast. But I one quick thing that I want to mention about directors real quick. Did you guys notice who was listed as the director for the film?
1: Zack Snyder.
0: It was Zack Snyder. Do you think that...
1: It's a guild thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. It is a guild thing. Um, I understand why they did it. I think it sucks that Zack Snyder has his name attached to this film as the director. Um, But he did do a ton of work on it. So I guess it's justified. But as we can see with what's coming soon, he's going to try and course correct that himself. But let's go into the cast a little bit. Now we can have the discussion that everybody's waiting for about the Affleck Batman. Joel, what do you think about Affleck as Batman?
2: I'm going to start with something controversial and then explain myself. Okay. Cameron, you said this was the first time you saw this. This was my second time viewing the movie and I've seen Batman versus your man. I think twice, um, watching this, I appreciated the Ben Aff Batflick, If you will, I appreciated Batflick more. I don't know why, but I did. That being said, I do not like Ben Affleck as Batman. Since they announced it, I didn't care for it. After Batman vs. Superman, I didn't care for it. And after my first time seeing Justice League, I was like, are you kidding me? Like you said, he kind of just like, you know, just coasts the whole time. He's just there and he just says lines. And there were a few times, like I said, there were a few times this viewing where I was kind of like, okay, like I actually liked that delivery or like, oh, this felt like Batman. But I don't necessarily think it was him as much as it was what was happening at the time you know but him as batman i i i was curious to see oh what's this older batman gonna be like and yeah. then it just didn't deliver for me in batman versus Superman. like i said didn't deliver for me in justice league again this time around something about it struck a little bit better of a chord with me but not in the sense of where i was like oh yeah i like him now you know i still don't think ben affleck is a solid choice for batman and like you said earlier cameron probably the worst batman we've ever had
1: yeah he's absolutely he definitely awful. wasn't awful
2: well, no, he's not worse than George Clooney. How dare you?
0: See, okay. So George Clooney had a credit card
1: commercial. I probably okay. So here's the thing, I probably have a different opinion from a lot of people on this. But when it comes say. to when it comes to Batman, I really think every time they cast a new Batman, they should get someone that's a new actor. And when I mean new actor, I mean literally they've been in like one or two things before.
0: I am tired like, of. You mean like how like Star Wars did with like. Yeah, or how
1: or how Spider-Man did with literally all of its Spider-Mans, right? Tobey Maguire, Tobey Maguire, you know, wasn't like he was a huge actor before
0: had Garf Garfield had already been in social network when Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, but he was,
1: you know, it was relatively new. Yeah, Yeah, you're right, you know. Comparing, you know, Garfield's fame to Ben Affleck's fame oh, right. by the time they became those superheroes is, you know, yeah. they're massively different. Tom Holland, literally, no one had heard of him before. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he, he, just, had been he was been in just
0: movies. A ch- he was just a child actor. In movies. Yeah, he yeah. had
1: been in movies. He did The Impossible with uh, Naomi Watts, and so like, he had done stuff. But like, seeing a superhero, like, especially like that's the thing is, Bruce Wayne is supposed to be this person who's like kind of mysterious and kind of know what you know no one knows who you know is this rich person who kind of lives in his house and you know people don't uh mm, you know see too much and you know unless you know and then he you know he does the party stuff or whatever but he's kind of a recluse and and so then when you pick someone like ben affleck who is you know a huge part you know everyone knows
0: a major star
1: you know yeah everyone knows him you know when you pick someone uh, like him it's just like it, he doesn't fit the Batman role well so well, pick it, someone really, that we don't
0: know and it's really interesting because if you look at the rest of the cast for yeah. this movie <laughs> they fit that they're like when like we had heard of them from other things but this was like their big like starring big franchise film and it's really weird that they decided to go with a Batman they say it in this movie like yeah I've been doing this for 20 years and it's like why did you have to pick like why do you want like 50-year-old Batman but like 20-year-old Barry Allen. Like yeah. it's weird. It doesn't work. That being said, I I think Affleck and Gal Gadot are the best parts of Batman versus Superman. Yeah. I think both of them are very good in their limited roles in that film.
2: I think both of them are terrible in this film. It, okay, if we're going <laughs> to go down this road now, I feel bad because I I shouldn't say I feel bad they gave wonder woman nothing diana the dumbest lines nothing. and just they gave her nothing in this film like one yeah. that i like i wrote down one just as an example but like the first clip we see of her and she stops all the bullets which is sick like when she's it's in that yeah she's it's running a cool by. moment yeah, yeah. great it's scene. super cool and then the guy's like what are you and she says i'm a believer and it's like, oh my god, are you serious? Like you get this like cool moment where it's guys like, What are you? Like I would have much rather her like said, like, I'm Wonder Woman or something. I like, guess she says that is, but she says, I'm a believer. And I was like, Oh my god, are you kidding me? I'm a wonder. wonder yeah, what? A know, Wonder Woman.
1: You know, yeah, I'm, I'm, Ray, Men- Ray I'm, Ray, I'm Ray Romano. <laughs> yeah. Um You know, another thing. cause I was watching this movie and I, I don't know. It, it could be now that you say that it could be that, but I was watching this movie. I'm just like, she's not good at acting, <laughs> like I'm, like and it could have just been like you said the lines. But, but, I think she's great acting. in the
0: in the original Wonder Woman. I, which I'm just fantastic. like this
1: is not. It, it's it felt very, much like with Ben Affleck. They're like, okay, I'm here to say my lines, you know. But that's, that's why, very I, again, I think, and I think that's part of it is because issue. it's like, yeah, you're they're giving
2: her lines. It's like, what is she going to do with this? You know, not to mm-hmm. say she couldn't have tried to make it, you know, like, meaning, more meaningful. But really, like, what did they give her? You know, the, her line, her, 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 her role in this movie, which both literally and, you know, just it's the figuratively woman. is, well, <laughs> I was going to say that. But it, it was like she was the support role for Batman. It was like Batman would be like, we got to do this. It's and then true. she'd be like the one who does it. Yeah, that's not you Wonder know, Woman. It, it's that's not, not who that is. That's and, not even who she was in Batman versus Superman. Literally, we don't yeah. see her be Wonder Woman until all the way at the end, where she makes the decision, like, "No, we need to get in there and help him." You're like that's what that's the Wonder Woman we want to see the whole film. Yeah. Someone making decisions and doing things. The one but that instead, the she, one it's that it's like leads she's running errands for Batman. The one that
0: leads the charge in the battlefield in yes. the, in her film. Like, yes. where was she? Or the one that shows up and takes on Doomsday when mm-hmm. Batman and Superman are fighting about everything. That's the Wonder Woman, and you have you have that character with that actress, and you you don't give her anything to do. Nothing. Like, and we want to talk about nothing to do. Let's talk about Cavill as Superman. He didn't even need to be in this movie. He like, did not. He was only in this movie to show up at the end and just wreck Steppenwolf's shit and end the movie. Like he's only here for that. That's a whole other issue with. Batman versus Superman with the fact that they kill Superman at the, in the second movie of the film of the <laughs> extended universe. So like we're going to kill off one of the most important characters. Like, Oh, but don't worry he's coming back or is he or is he coming back it's like yeah he's gonna come back like we all know he's yeah, gonna like, come back to he's a this. founding member of the justice league he's gonna be in this movie and they did such a weird thing with the marketing we're like we're not we're, is superman in this like are we gonna put him in it we don't know it's like yes you are like yeah. superman is gonna be in this movie it's a just if you make this movie and he stays dead the whole time everyone should be fired the people that weren't fired for killing him should now be fired for not having him in it. But he shows up and he does nothing. Like he has that scene on the farm. Well, he beats the crap out of the team first when he comes back. Then he has a scene on the farm. and He just shows up and just wins everything. He just Sorry, get right now. I'll wait. I'll wait.
2: No, what is it? No, because I, I, I was. You said like, oh, he beats the crap out of the team when he shows up, and I was going to talk about something there, but I can wait till we get there. Okay. Um. Well, I can we, just, can we move on to Aquaman.
0: Yeah, let's let's just run through the the six people. We'll go to Aquaman next. What do you want to do so, Aquaman? <clears throat>
2: this is more of like a, a, so this is more of a like production thing. Yeah, but like when he's going back in the water, that is some of the worst like green screen I've ever seen oh, in it's my awful. life. It literally looks like they're like, hey, stand in this kiddie pool, and then we're just gonna put a big screen behind you and put in this backdrop.
1: But you know, also, I like, actually thought, you know, when that happened, I was like. Remember how at Warner Brothers we would tell people that they filmed part of the ocean in one of the parking lots? Uh I was like, I wonder if that was, you know, because that's that's how bad it Yeah. That's how I felt, yeah. And then
2: I know he's in this, like, village, which we're presuming doesn't have any internet or anything like that. In Iceland, yeah. Yeah, but he's just, like oh, Bruce Wayne, so you're the Batman, like, out loud. I was like, I, I wanted to, you're out of your <laughs> yeah. mind, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I was like, Oh, <laughs> hey, wait, 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 that's not how this works.
0: Oh, so you're, you're, yeah, you're just going to just get out this out guy Batman. entirely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How just dare like, you? Batman, Bruce Wayne grew a goatee just for this trip, yeah. so you people wouldn't recognize him. How I, dare you? Literally, like, <laughs> I love that, that I love that like, are, are you that kidding scene. me? Just like, dressed like a bat. You're out of your mind, yeah. Batman. I mean, Bruce Wayne. You're not the same person. Yeah. It's just like
2: Ugh. dissing Gotham City. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what? That like, shithole. <laughs> Who are you, dude? And then I like, love it. He saves, he saves that guy in the boat, and he comes inside, and he orders the whiskey, and then he's like, it's on him. It's like, <laughs> Why are we making Aquaman trying? like, he's just such an odd character to me. He's such a dick in this I, movie. I have not seen Aquaman, the film itself. He's the um, same character. I want to see it because I'm curious to see, like, you know it's james wan i'd be interested to see you know his take on a superhero film but like yeah it's just like like uh, jason moa is a cool guy but the character of aquaman that he plays (laughs) is such a bizarre character to me
1: you know the the scene that pissed me off because i was just like why just the one when well was when after the box got stolen from atlantis or whatever and (laughs) they formed the bubble so they can talk underneath water and i was like yeah what yeah can't (laughs) they just talk -talk? they can yeah
0: (laughs) it was wild they're like we need to create an air pocket for us to talk like isn't the whole thing is that you guys can talk underwater? yeah yeah, it made no sense it
2: was ridiculous i can't which do they do that in the aquaman movie no no they they don't do that
0: at all like they'll have moments where like just for like for it's easier like there's a part in the aquaman where like they go on the ship to try and find like a map or whatever i can't remember i haven't i've only seen it one time they like go on the ship to find a map and they go to like walk around on the ship. But no, like when they're like in the water, they're just they don't like they're like, "Hey, we're swimming here. Oh, I have to tell you something." "Okay, hold on. <laughs> going, Let me make yeah, this air pocket. Let's so talk done. about it and then let's keep swimming." No, they don't do that. Like, no. Like I, I remember so when that ha- I remember when that happened in this film. James Wan had to come up and be like, "I'm not doing that in Aquaman." Like, <laughs> "Don't worry. It's not going to happen." It was it was weird. "I'm with you, Cameron." Like like it I was confused as to why they did that as well, and they only had wait, the did one. Did Aquaman scene like
1: come that. out after this movie? Yeah, Aquaman yeah. was 2018. Oh, see, I didn't even realize the ordering of it. Okay. Or it was
0: 2018 or 2019? I don't. So remember. this
1: is the first time we see Aquaman. Yeah. Well, he well, was he was supposed
0: <laughs> he was te- he was teased in Batman vs Superman oh, with uh, you know what that makes a little um, bit
1: more sense now when the stuff that they were talking about his mother I was like didn't they figure it, that whole thing out in the yeah movie? that got so, that got sorted like, that makes sense now because yeah. I was like. Why are they talking about this again? He already knows. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's well aware. Okay. Um, no, Aquaman is. <laughs> I feel so, dumb. <laughs> Aqua. It. Is it gonna be like a running thing where like none of the characters in the Justice League film do anything important? Yeah, is that, I mean, like, it, that's is that it, what it is. It's literally
2: what it feels like. You know, like I, I am not a. Okay, so it's like you, like I ranted to Ryan the other day about Iron Man versus Captain America and how I how I hate how much like people love captain america like, like i'm the same way with with batman and superman like i'm such a big batman fan and i'm like Ugh, superman like i like the older superman films and i don't mind superman but like henry cavill and stuff i'm just like whatever about do you not but like, like Cap- do you not like cavill superman he's just fine like i think i think, it could I think be, he's all right yeah he's, he's just fine.
1: superman is just inherently a boring character yeah, yeah that's what it really is
2: and the fact that he's the one who like he's not in the movie like at all and then he's the one who like essentially saves the day it's like oh my it's the same
1: but like you said that's a that's a really good um uh, analogy um maybe analogy comparison yeah captain america because captain america is the same thing he's just kind of he, he's now don't get me wrong he's much more interesting than superman mm-hmm. uh but he's more developed yeah but you know yeah i'm with you Joel. when people are like oh iron man versus captain america i'm like how are people even in like how is it even a conversation like mm-hmm. it's iron man 100 it's way feel, more interesting i feel like
2: i'm being personally attacked <laughs> no i'm just i'm serious and not to get into this i just feel like ooh, captain america is so like righteous and on his high yeah. all the time like shut up dude if tony stark wants to do this let him do it like you're yeah Well, like that's, during the that, civil that's... war
1: it was like if you agree with captain america i'm sorry but you're dumb <laughs> you know
2: uh, anyway should i leave, should I leave? <laughs> no any, anyway civil war um, is a great movie by I the way, i
1: love civil war it's a great movie yeah, i love civil war they did a war. great job with that should have been called
2: iron yeah. man civil war and um, okay. so um do we want to move on to flash now
0: yeah we can do cyborg last um flash is my least favorite character in this movie
1: he's such a i don't okay so here's the thing i don't know dc very well that's what i'm um, here for like it's in like, maryland I w- i've always been a <laughs> it's not in maryland it's its own territory its, it's, its own territory i understand um, that i i've always been a fan of marvel rather than dc uh in and that's of, even in, before in the of movies what? right like the what? characters i right. like when i was younger i i mean you know obviously like was spider-man was my favorite it's not yeah. like i got comics very often but every once in a while I'd be able to get a comic and you know, it's not like I knew where it was in the storyline or whatever. It'd just be yeah. some random comic, but uh, I always loved the Marvel movie or the Marvel uh, heroes so much. I thought they were so much cooler. Um, and so like, I don't know the DC canon, uh very well, uh-huh. but I, I guess for me, the flash that was in this movie That's not how I understood his character at all. Is it a very different rendition? Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. No, it is completely different. Okay. The Flash isn't some, like, geeking about other superheroes, um, just saying inappropriate things all the time, like, super quippy. That's not the Flash at all. Okay. Um I flash is my second favorite DC superhero. I've always been a flash fan. Uh, we'll green Lantern is my... your first, right? Yeah. We're I'm not making a joke like, green no, no it is right? green Lantern. Okay. Yeah. How, yeah. Jordan green Lantern is my favorite DC superhero. Um, but Flash I read, I've read a lot of F- flash comics, um, specifically the rebirth comic. When Barry Allen comes back, cause they killed him in the comics for years. Mm-hmm. He was gone forever. And a lot of people don't even like Barry Allen. People don't like Barry Allen because they think he's stiff. And he's uninteresting. Like he's mm. just like he's just like a, um, not like to the level of like Superman of like eat your wheaties and eat and mm. your vegetables and <laughs> like, but he's just like a he's like a scientist. he's a scientist. He got struck by lightning. He's got super speed. He he plays around with his hero with like his villains, but not to the level of like a Spider Man does. And when Spider Man does it, it's fun because he's like he's like a teenager. A kid. Like it's, yeah, Flash is a man in his twenties. It's just like he. They took the elements of another character in Green Lantern, who's very much like the quippy one-liner character of the Justice League. Mm -hmm. And because they didn't put him in this movie, which I don't even want to talk about that, how upset I was about Green Lantern not being in the Justice League film. In hindsight, he kind of is or not yeah. not him but like no, they, so they there's a there's it, yeah. a gre- there is
2: there is a green so,
0: lantern core member yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a green lantern in this movie it is not hal jordan green lantern um, green lantern one of the founding five members of every justice league team didn't put him in the big live action justice league movie uh, somebody should be fired for that I think we discussed um, that when we did the green lantern though do you think it was because of what happened because the Ryan Reynolds one was so bad yeah yeah i do but the Brandon Routh superman movie was bad and they put superman in so um I know it's not comparable fully, but <laughs> I, it just annoys me that he wasn't in the movie. Um, but the movie sucks, so uh, maybe when he does come back, it'll be better. But yeah, this is not a good interpretation of The Flash at all. Um, okay. This is... He was my least favorite character, by far, because because of how much I like the actual character. And I never liked... How most people felt about Ben Affleck as Batman, that's how I felt about Ezra Miller as The Flash. I was like, this is a horrible casting. Like... Ezra Miller is a good actor. He's like he's a weird dude, but he's a good actor. Like he's but he's he's very like quirky. Like he doesn't fit what the Flash is supposed to be. And he's supposed to be like the super young guy on the team, him and Cyborg. But that's not who the Flash If he was playing Wally West Flash, I could see it. Cuz that's Wally West was on Wally West was on the Teen Titans. He grew up as Kid Flash. Like I could have seen that, but not as Barry Allen. No, he's horrible. I think like but,
2: yeah. Like like you said, I, I think Ezra Miller is a good actor. Um, and I don't necessarily – I don't know if it was him, but it was just pushed way too far. Like I yeah. don't mind the quirkiness and the fact that he was like this younger Flash and the one and, – and again, I, I'm i on the similar boat as Cameron. Like um, I don't really know the lore of a lot of comics. Um, I never read comics yeah. growing up. For DC, you know, I watched some of, you know, uh, uh, Batman the Animated Series and stuff like that. Good stuff. Um, but like – I don't know all the lore, so I really don't know what Flash is supposed to be like or, like, the different Flashes, but it just felt like he was pushing it too much a lot of the times, like, with the, with the humor, and, like, some of those lines almost are like, oh, this could have been funny if it wasn't so funny forced
0: well i <laughs> um, mentioned i mentioned i mentioned wally west it's funny you bring up the batman animated series because then they had the justice league cartoon on cartoon network yeah. which is oh, one yeah. of my favorite on too, yeah. it's one of my favorite animated shows ever the flash on that one in wally as wally west and wally west is very much the funny guy the quippy one uh-huh. the having fun being a superhero character which is what i guess they were going for with this but again he's playing the wrong version of the right, flash right. for that and also he's not funny i didn't yeah, i never laugh
1: i don't it, laugh at anything he says it's like when it's one of those things where it's like they think like the being like the awkward guy, just being yeah. awkward in itself is funny mm-hmm. when no one thinks it's funny. People think it's cringy. It's just like not understanding how humor works. It's like how with,
0: we, with Captain America, he's awkward in the Avengers movie because he's a man out of time. Mm-hmm. Like It's just awkward for him. Flash is awkward because he's what? Awkward. Why? he's He's like i have no
1: friends ha 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 wow look at that that's funny yeah he's like
0: people people move too slow for me so i can't talk to people it's like that's not
2: that's not (laughs) i landed on wonder woman's boobs (laughs) oh i hated that oh my god
1: um (laughs) so my this whole sorry i i know sorry if you want to talk about that bit go for it
2: no i was just going to talk about about the flash really quick um that my favorite thing about him um is this insert visual here
1: Oh, he his run like this. Yeah, oh his, his running. Yeah. Oh he runs. His specifically the hell? specifically
0: at the end of the movie when you yeah, see it. Yeah, what the hell was yeah. that? Yeah, it was horrible.
2: I hate his run so much every time that we see him run, he, and it's his, you know, his speed so it's kind of like slow-mo. His it's hard to do like, that. I saw
0: like a I saw a behind the scenes thing of Grant Gustin pl- who plays the Flash on the CW show of how he runs when he's like supposed to be super but fast. But he looks fine. He looks he looks better than this.
2: Like I That's for sure. I don't watch any of the CW shows because to me, like it's They're like bad. Uh, They're it's bad. like not so much. But I, like, used what's it to, I used to I used to watch I used to watch those like people watch reality TV. It's yeah. Garbage Riverdale TV. is great though. Like Agents of Shield, like was like okay, but it still felt like a oh like this is a TV superhero movie. The budget is way down and it doesn't look anything like the movies. But like the things I've seen of the the, the CW <laughs> Flash, like it doesn't look terrible. You know, it's like not te- it's in not terms terrible. of in terms of like the it's not as the bad production.
1: as Supergirl. Yeah, so those those right. graphics are
2: rough. Yeah. That, uh, those shows
0: have just gotten worse.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, well, yeah, this is a horrible yeah. depiction of The Flash. And another horrible depiction is rounding out the league with Cyborg, uh, played by Ray Fisher. Oh, um, my God. Ray Fisher was the unknown. Uh, Zack Snyder plucked him off of Broadway mm-hmm. and brought him into this role as Cyborg. Funny thing about um, Ray Fisher's Cyborg character, he was originally in the original cut of the film, Snyder's Cut. He was supposed to be the face and the heart of the film. Like he was like, this is the character that people don't know about. I want to establish him and make him a well-known hero. Because Cyborg was announced to have his own film as well. He was going to get a feature film. They tabled that. Um, and then when Joss came in, he cut almost all of his scenes. <laughs> like just is like, we need to cut some of this stuff. I don't know who you are. I don't care about Cyborg. You're gonna, we're gonna cut you down. And it shows because.
2: Like, you want to talk about just like a wooden, nothing there performance? That is not Cyborg. Dude, man. uh, Again, as someone not knowing the lore, like, Cyborg was just such a boring character he was so bland and the way ray fisher was delivering the lines just like it's funny how you thought it was me like i love that line like when he's like oh like i don't know if anyone want to see the monster and he's like oh like whatever and he's like funny you thought it was me it's like that's such a good line in in my opinion and it's just like the delivery is just like uh it's like it's so bland it was wooden wooden. you know and like another big part of it for me is like why was all of this cgi you know, oh you look at the behind God. the he scenes of him. So, so bad. bad. Have you ever seen the behind the scenes of what yeah. he looks like? All he yeah. has is the eyepiece. And yeah. it's like, you could do so much of that in makeup. You know what I mean? I mean, look how good like vision looks oh in, God, in the yeah. films. You know, vision looks phenomenal. And he's supposed to be, you know, essentially kind of the same thing. I don't know. I don't know how...
0: Whoever... I, did Disney like put a contract with the people that do the visual effects? for everyone? Like, you can't work for another studio? I have no idea. I don't understand how you can make those characters look the way that they do and then you like this is 2017 we've already seen vision we've seen mm-hmm. thanos like thanos in infinity war is like looks like a real person yeah like, it's incredible yeah this comes but this comes out right before that and steppenwolf and cyborg
2: look like mortal kombat cutscene characters well, <laughs> okay, on, it's a, like, on a it's, ps3 it's ridiculous. with steppenwolf it's the same thing like thanos it's it's harder i think Steppenwolf, you—that could have been makeup. He didn't have to be CG. You totally could have put him in makeup and had Steppenwolf yeah. be practical makeup, you know. And it's just like it's frustrating mm-hmm. because it's like these are the things that, on top of an already like sorry script and you know bland performances, the things that we would hope could look and be cool also fall flat. And it's like this could have been somewhat of a saving grace, and and you don't give us what what could have been there, you know? Yeah, yeah.
1: I I think when we look at the cast overall and this is including Gal Gadot I'm sorry I think that they did a terrible job with everyone except for Jason Momoa as Aquaman I think he is the only person who I look at this cast and I'm like yeah they make sense as that superhero now again this is some this is coming from someone who doesn't know the you know the lore too well but the movie itself based off of what i saw from the movie that is the only he's the only one who like i seemed like they were actually enjoying what they were doing
2: yeah, i mean i you know i love gal gadot and you know i expressed my sort of not necessarily dislike but like kind of just like sort of shockedness with uh, aquaman but I think you're right. Like Jason Momoa commits to this role, he does. Mm-hmm, you yeah. know. It's like this is what this guy's supposed to be, and he's like, "All right, I'm running with it." You know, he's the only guy on this set having a good time. Yeah, yeah and it doesn't feel else phoned
1: is... in at all. No, like, and everyone else everyone, everyone it does.
2: In. Yeah, and again, I... I think, and not not that I'm trying to defend her or something, but like I think with Gal Gadot, I think it's just they didn't give her anything. Ezra Miller, I think it was just a little too forced, and yeah. Ray Fisher, I don't have an excuse for him. His it just felt bland, you know. Yeah. And like you said, he's this like. Uh, in film at least no name yet you know he doesn't have a name for himself in the film right. industry yet he and was the like,
0: character that you were referring to Cameron. it's like let's pluck a no name and put him in this role yeah and it's that's like that's what they did with him
2: they he could have made something big out of this role and it just feels like he didn't try you know it's like he was just kind of like "Uh, whatever it's hard to well, I, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to judge him based on all I
1: the I think it's, it's interesting too, so. you know especially what you were talking about with i, I I'll be very interested to see in the Snyder Cut, if they do go the route of making Cyborg the heart of the film, mm-hmm. um, you if know they we'll,
0: got f- if there's four hours of content, his scenes. If have there's, to be in there I again. mean, yeah,
1: and that's the thing is, you know, we won't talk about the Snyder Cut too no, much. We'll save that for another. One day. thing that pisses me off is when directors get set, and I know that this one is a little bit different than Batman versus Superman. Because the thing that frustrated me about Batman versus Superman is like, oh well, I did, I was, I didn't have enough time to tell the story I wanted to tell. You had two hours and twenty minutes. Yeah. Come on, you know what's if funny? If you can't it, tell, uh, I don't want. I'm
0: sorry to interrupt. Yeah, you can yeah. finish it, and then I'll tell you what. If I'm you
1: saying. can't tell a story, a, mo- a a story like that in two hours and twenty minutes, don't do it. Make a miniseries. You know. And that's essentially what they're doing with Justice League, right? They're you Pretty know much, they're yeah. releasing it in four episodes, four, four hour long episodes, hour episodes, yeah. and that's fine. You know what? Because the same thing happened with Watchmen.
2: You know, obviously, yeah.
1: you know they made you know Zack Snyder made his you know three hour move, three hour yeah. movie, and then yeah. they extended it even more. um But the story, you know, you look at the Watchmen miniseries Obviously, it's different than you know the comic or whatever, but make a miniseries if you can't do it. And it's, it's like, it's frustrating when people say, oh, well this fixed the issues of the movie. When they talk about Batman versus Superman, it's like, if you need that extra time, don't make a movie. Mm -hmm. And like, that's still why. And I know that the justice league is coming out. I would be much happier if there was a Snyder cut and the Snyder cut was two hours. They just, you know, it was okay. But to come out and be like, oh yeah, we have four hours of movie. That's not a movie. Yeah. It's not a movie.
0: You know what's crazy you say about the runtime? WB forced Whedon to cut this down to under two hours. Because Batman vs. Superman, I believe, was 220 or 230, Mm -hmm. the theatrical run. And Suicide Squad was over two hours as well. And the studio heads at Warner, I think it was Kevin Tsujihara at the time, uh, at least overseeing the DC aspect, he mandated to Whedon that, like, you got to get this under two hours. We can't have... We can't have another two-hour film because people aren't liking them. Like, the length of the film was the problem.
1: Well, and, you know, are we good to move on from the cast? Because I think that this is – Yeah, everybody
0: everybody else, like, I'll just run through a couple names real quick, and then we can move on. Like, everybody else just plays a bit part and isn't that important. Um, uh, Amy Adams back as Lois Lane. Oh, my God. I love Amy. You know, Zendaya
1: and Amy Adams are my – you know my heart throbs through. The, yeah. I love Amy them. Adams.
0: Amy Adams is a great actress is a worthless role for her. Unfortunately. Um, Jeremy Irons is Alfred, probably the best character in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I don't
1: like wait. his Alfred.
0: I liked it. Yeah, um, I, don't. I was a fan. for this uh, Batman. I like for it. this Batman, for this Batman. I liked it. Yeah. Um, Diane Lane back as Martha Kent. Um, Diane Lane, rough go on our show. I was going to say Connie Nielsen as Queen Hippolyta again only like in one or two scenes doesn't matter jk simmons commissioner gordon two scenes didn't matter waste of waste of talent billy, billy crud up as henry allen two scenes waste of a talent mm. uh, amber heard as mara one scene didn't care um sirian Hines voice steppenwolf he did the mocap as well um he's a good actor but and his voice is good for the character but the design is awful so it didn't so it just ruined it anyway yeah that's it like
3: that's the cool. cast.
0: It's really just those six main characters that are really of importance. Like yeah, like Lois Lane and Alfred play integral roles at points, but there's nothing really else to talk about there. Especially with Lois, because there's yeah. well, she's she's better in every other movie that she's in with these yeah. DC films. Um, but yeah, we can move off the cast.
1: Gotcha. Okay, so we talked about the obviously we we're just talking about runtime, and that's one thing I want to bring up. I when I'm watching this movie, it got an hour and twenty minutes in. Because as you said, um, they introduce all of their characters in this movie for some reason, and it's the an hour and twenty minutes in, and that's when the story started, right? Like yep. you know, they Pretty had much, like, yeah, they had you know, of course, little bits with Steppenwolf cut in there, but like we didn't have the Justice League together until an hour and twenty or hour and thirty minutes in. I was gonna I was bring like...
2: this in, yeah. So we, it's at almost exactly at the hour mark is when Aquaman joins them, uh, in the tunnel. We're not, okay. even gonna, That's, ca- we're
1: not even
0: going to count Superman.
2: Yeah, if we don't count Superman, it's at almost exactly the hour mark when they all five get together. And then Superman doesn't come in until there's 20 minutes left in the film, I believe, is what I marked yeah. it at. So it's almost an hour 40 until we get the full Justice League together.
1: Yeah, and that that is absolutely insane. It's egregious. It's, it's you know, for introducing all these ca- like you're introducing all these characters and we don't even know them we're just introduced to their names essentially right we're just like oh this is the flash you should know who he is because you have previous experience with it right that's what's crazy about these movies that they expect you to have like knowledge of the, who these characters right. are before you come into it rather than you know because i i i have my criticisms of marvel through and through right i, I talk about it all the time one thing i will say marvel d- did incredibly well and this is something I was actually thinking about talking about earlier is when Marvel started off, we didn't know that they were building up this, you know, this universe or whatever. When I when because uh, I actually never saw Hulk, but when my best friend told me, oh, hey, Iron Man was in the end of Hulk, was. it was like, What? that's yeah. insane they did that and then they're putting in like little bits and pieces in there and like and in each of their stories you're like whoa that's insane that's so cool and then when they come together you already know them they've
0: right? er- you've they've earned it
1: yeah it feels yeah. earned that exactly come together. and and it's not like oh you have to have previous knowledge of this person from you know from before watching those movies, obviously, you had to watch those movies, but like you came, Justice League expected you to know who all of these people were before because they expect you to care about them. Yeah, and like, like, that's the thing, I don't care about anyone.
0: It's like I said, all six of main Avengers in the first Avengers film had all appeared in another movie before the Avengers came out, five of which, or four of which, they were the leads of the movie. And then Black Widow was a major character in Iron Man 2. Only Hawkeye had a cameo in Thor. And That's again, say
1: who do you Hawkeye, not care like, about in that movie?
2: Well, don't it's like don't you don't you do it? Yeah, I we, t- we're not going we to like go Clint. Yet. Okay, we like Clint, uh, uh, but it's it's like it's like you were saying too. Even the ones that were not their own films. We, we know them you know yeah. we have something of them it's not mm-hmm. like hey look there's they are on this computer screen you know remember that for next time it's like no it's like we we get to know these characters in some way like what it was a huge part of iron yeah, Man. yeah two. absolutely and i
1: actually and i actually like iron man 2 i think iron man 2 is a good I also movie like, I also so like iron man i want my birds
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah uh was it, it has uh, formula way one better than I mean, iron man one. 3 I also like it more than Iron Man. 3. Uh, yeah, I think it's, Iron it's, Man three is, is the second worst
1: yeah. movie in the Marvel universe.
2: I Shane could, Black would like to have a word.
0: I could see that. You yeah. haven't seen, you still haven't seen Hulk though, right? Or you have? No, I haven't it? seen yeah. Hulk. I think Hulk's probably the worst one. But
1: no, Age of, of Ultron's not. the worst.
0: But yeah, it's probably, it's a fair opinion. Um, we've talked a lot about the directors, the cast, but we haven't really touched on what people that saw the movie really said about it outside of the three of us critic rating for justice league sits at 40 percent. i think that's probably too high do you guys think 40 percent is about right for this film i think it is yeah
2: i i was gonna say i think
0: critically yeah but then the so then the audience score sits at 71 so that's where it's like i don't know what people are seeing i think maybe just because it was a big budget superhero film they're just like yeah it was fun or it's like, yeah, Batman's in this, five stars. <laughs> well, Superman's
2: in this, five stars. I don't know. I don't get it. Like Cameron's likes to spring up all the time, like the DC fanboys go hard. It's like <laughs> yeah, DC can do no wrong in That's their true. eyes, you know? That's true. And other than the whole Snyder Cut situation. And so I feel like when they saw it, before they started getting all up in arms mm. with the snyder cut it was like a yeah like we got the justice league this was so good like oh man did you see steppenwolf like that was crazy and oh they, they mentioned dark side you know and it's like they they were like yes like this was our movie finally like like take that marvel yeah you know, yeah. because especially all the dc fanboys it's like you know no, marvel's or dc's better dc's better so when this comes out it's like ha take that avengers look at this sick movie you know you know what i remember um when suicide squad came out
0: david Ayer was doing the rounds for that movie and he was at like some press thing and somebody asked him a question like how do where do you think this movie like fits into like what marvel's doing with their superhero films and he just goes oh fuck marvel <laughs> he did that on stage it's like bro your movie's not even out yet and then like i think his came out around the same time as guardians of the galaxy so it's like Marvel took – and we're not going to get into Guardians of the Galaxy because we're we're going to have a long conversation about that another time. But I just want to point this out. Guardians of the Galaxy took characters that nobody's ever heard of, put them together in a film, and made it successful. Suicide Squad took characters that relatively some have heard of them. Joker, Harley Quinn, known characters. Made a movie with all of them. It is awful. So, David Ayer, why don't you shut the fuck up? It's
2: just kind of funny that now – we have uh, James Gunn taking over <laughs> from Air's yeah.
0: work. Yeah, the yeah the guy who made Guardians. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: um, that's a good point. Um, but
0: yeah, audience scores. I think I think you guys are right. I think the DC fanboys just came in here and just took over this thing. Um, and it sucks that DC fans. DC fans are like Star Wars fans, where it's like you you feel a little dirty being a fan of those things because of how toxic the fandom is. We're going to bully so you toxic. until we get what we want. It's so toxic. It's
1: awful. Like, Well, yeah, you had that with Star Wars. They literally bullied them into making Rise of the Skywalker. Look at what did. happened to Kelly
0: Marie Tran yeah. in that movie. Or uh, and Daisy
2: the... Ridley, too. I mean, more specifically, yes, Kelly Tran.
0: That's so funny. They're why like, do you think all those actors don't want to come back for another Star Wars uh, film? They're, like, they're all just like, no, we're done. We're like,
1: out. Hey, Rose, do you want to come with us? And she's like, no, I got to be here and <laughs> yeah. for some reason. I had to do charts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: just like, that oh, was awful. It, it was
1: literally like the line could have been like, hey, Rose, do you want to come with us? She's like, nah, thanks. They don't like Asian women in the movie. That <laughs> literally could yeah. have been the line. Uh, but it's the same. It's the
0: same thing here. Like the, the toxic fandom ruins it for people that just like it for what it is. Like I like Star Wars and DC stuff for what they are. I don't like the fan base because they ruin. They ruin mm-hmm. it for other fans. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. And the D, but the DC fanboys have an even bigger leg to stand on now because they got an entire because movie because they got made. their way. Yeah, they got a movie because, made. Well,
2: that's the thing. I was like, ah, it's so frustrating because it's like they're like ha huh, we got it like yeah. we knew it existed it's like no it didn't, it didn't. like no, they had to so go you bullied right. them into like oh crap like go make one so that they think that they won That's like the thing, if,
1: it took them a whole year to make the thing if they're like if like if they're like, if like it hey, existed a, it, it would have be yeah. been at launch yeah.
2: it would have been at launch of hbo max and it yep. wasn't that would have been we'll, a massive draw you know but it, yep. it didn't exist i want to talk about the financials before we just kind of summarize this whole film for you
0: guys um you guys want to know what the budget for Justice League is? Why don't you guys take a guess?
1: I'm going to guess uh, 175.
2: Joel, what do you think? I was thinking around that range. Uh Let's go 150. <laughs> it's 300 million dollars. What?
0: 300 million dollars? <laughs> Guys, uh, there were twenty five million dollars in reshoots for this film. Oh, oh that's God. yeah, I heard twenty five right. million in reshoots. So even if you take out all the reshoot stuff, it's still two hundred seventy five million dollar budget. And like, you are not paying this cast that much. Like Affleck probably gets a good paycheck, and probably Cavill it's for too. The but CG. none of these other actors are getting that. So it's, but if it's for the CG, they got robbed. Yikes, yeah, because this is a
1: problem um so the budget 300 million dollars well i well when it comes to it it's not because the cg was good it's because there was so much of it there's so much you're having to pay so many artists Mm -hmm. for their work rather than you know
0: well yeah um, because almost almost every character in the film is cg
1: yeah i mean there's probably not a single shot without cg in this movie no
0: no not at all um domestic opening weekend a Justice League film couldn't even crack a hundred million dollars opening weekend. It's it was pathetic. Ninety-three point eight million dollars. Pathetic. The domestic gross for this movie, and this is one of the, like the first instances I remember where word of mouth was so powerful that it torpedoed a movie because the total gross for domestic was two hundred twenty-nine million dollars for a Justice League movie, and then total box office. Six hundred fifty-seven. Do you
1: remember all of the memes when this movie like after like Avengers and everything and people were like DC fans were like just wait like when they were like the records they're like oh yeah just wait Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) well they even said like when when Snyder first teased Batman vs Superman at Comic Con with the logo the DC fanboys were like this is gonna just blow Avengers out of the water you took the two biggest characters in comic books and put them in a movie Mm -hmm. and then that movie didn't make a billion dollars and then this one I, I again like 657.9 million for a Justice League movie like are you kidding
1: did Batman vs Superman make more
0: Ooh, great question I'm gonna look that up
1: uh, Batman I have to imagine it did
0: Bat, Excuse. I'm sorry is Batman V Superman yeah I've been we've been saying it wrong this whole time oh. so let's see Batman versus Superman yeah it did it okay, made so... more it made more domestically and yeah, internationally and more worldwide. Uh, more it's than two, crazy more, that more you than, can
1: make a movie so bad it kills the hype. More than $200
0: million more total, Batman versus Superman. Um, and that movie, people didn't even like that movie that much. And then Justice League comes out, and they're just like, hold my beer. We're going to tank this even more. Um, I just I can't believe it. Like, I, I can't believe how bad this movie was financially.
2: I looked up, just curious after you said $300 million, the list of the most expensive films, and Justice League is number five. Oh, give, me, give um, us a list. So, do you guys want to each take a quick shot in the dark at number one? And if you don't already know,
1: most number expensive one? movies, it has to be. It has
0: to be Avengers. Yeah, the Infinity War. Uh, the Infinity War, Endgame. One Endgame, of those two. Yeah. yeah. Are they? Number... I th- are they both on the list? Both of them?
2: Uh, I heard they had to combine a the top budget five.
1: of a billion dollars. Yeah,
2: they're both in the top five. Okay. This this is okay. I will say this. This is based on a Wikipedia article, but I cross-checked it with another article, and it had the same list.
1: Oh, I I think uh, Avatar has to be on there. Yeah.
2: So I'm I'm listing the top five. Okay. okay? Tangled. Number one. Number one. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. That's the at largest... Three hundred and seventy nine million.
0: Is that okay? which one is that? Is that the third one? That's which the. One is that? f-
2: third one, which is the no, one I, no that's the fourth one. Fourth, fourth one.
0: one. That's the fourth one?
2: Yeah. Which <laughs> I like proudly. I like Stranger Okay, Death. but like where does where's that money? No, I know. Number two, Age Voltron. Number three, Ooh. Endgame. Number four, Infinity World. And then tied World. with Justice League for number five. Ultron did I say Infinity I World? <laughs> yeah. Infinity World. Yeah. Infinity War. It tied for number five with Justice League is Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End.
0: Jesus Age of Ult- Age of Ultron is the highest. So two Marvel pirates film? movies oh and God. then
2: three Avengers movies or wow. the three Avengers movies.
0: See, I would have thought Star Wars, but then I remembered that most of their stuff outside of the prequels is practical effects, so that takes that out.
2: <laughs> so sorry, I have to say this. So seven, they skip. It's like you know the tie thing. So it mm-hmm. goes down to seven: Solo and Rise of Skywalker. Okay, two Star Wars movies. But number nine absolutely two of, two, kills two,
0: me. Of, two of the arguably worst Star yeah. Wars movies.
2: Number nine kills me though john carter oh the no the ninth highest dude bu- john john carter
0: john carter that was such a sinking ship for disney when yeah. john carter came out oh my god they pumped so much into that poor andrew Stanton. yeah they, they, they thought uh they thought they were gonna make uh oh my god what's that actor's name he was gambit in X taylor Origins, Wolverine. yeah taylor kitch yeah they thought they were gonna make him a star <laughs> just yeah. no not he's a good actor now but back then cam
2: tangled came in at 12 by the way t12
1: yeah, I know Tangled is the most expensive yeah, animated movie. Yeah,
2: that's true. That hair, though.
1: Yeah, all um, those hair
2: all those Seriously? Hair but yeah, I no, that, that's wild. That's a wild budget for what we got out of that.
0: <laughs> it's insane.
2: Um, I want to get into the summary
0: of the film here real quick, like the full breakdown. Um, before I
2: do that, and we're going to throw it to an ad, before I do that, Joel, what do you think of the score of this film? I actually the score was one of the better parts it's not insane um but it's danny elfman so it was cool to see danny elfman doing another you know batman film um i didn't he do batman vs superman too though no so no, so here's something interesting uh junkie
0: xl did batman vs superman that's oh, like yeah, that. that's yeah, like
2: yeah, yeah. Z- uh, it, uh wait no, no 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 no. i
0: think i'm wrong here i think that was han zimmer actually um han zimmer has done the wonder woman films han zimmer retired he said he retired from superhero films before justice league came out so they couldn't get him so Zach brought on Junkie XL, um, but the funny thing about that is, when Whedon was selected to pick up this film, Warner uh, Warner Brothers stated that he would there would not be any tonal shifts or obvious changes in the style of the film with Whedon coming on. The first Weeden the first thing Whedon did was fire Junkie XL as the composer, as the hmm. composer and hired Danny Elfman for it. First yeah, thing you did.
2: I enjoyed. I enjoyed the score a bit. I like Daniel Elfman. I like some of the. Uh, like I really enjoy like that Wonder Woman theme. That dun it I love dunna that dunna theme. Yeah. When that first that shows up in Batman vs Superman, it's great. Yeah, it's dunna awesome. Dunna um, dunna yeah. but the. Uh, I liked. What he did with the original Superman theme, and his yes. like reworking of that, I think that was great. Uh, but yeah, I thought the score was a was a decent highlight from the film, actually. Okay, I just really wanted to tell that story. I know you're you're a scorehead, so. Um, with that in
0: mind, let's throw to our quick word from our sponsors. So we're going to do a quick full rundown of this whole film. You would think with like a two hour superhero movie, it would take us a very long time to summarize the film as a whole, like point for point. But this one did us a favor in being mostly just exposition for the first hour, setting up the actual <laughs> plot of the film. Um, basically what we know is, oh, we have to talk about the, I'm sorry. We have to talk about the opening scene, uh, the video recording because we have Oh yeah, what we, the hell have,
2: ha- we haven't talked about the 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 lip. We haven't the, talked the about that. That's the the very instantly the movie starts and it's like here's the lip. Remember, the remember that remember I remember I <laughs> remember sitting in the theater just excited to
0: see the movie. The first thing we see is his CGI mouth and I knew that that was going to happen yeah. because the story is for the reshoots, they brought everybody back. Cavill was already on Mission Impossible, I think, 6. I think it was the 6th one he was in, Um, which that's a great movie, by the way. Um, he's Um, He was already filming that, and he had a mustache for that character. Warner Brothers approached Paramount and said, Hey, we need him back for reshoots. Are you cool with if he shaves his mustache for that and then comes back and continues with uh, Mission Impossible for their reshoots? And Paramount said, No, we're not okay <laughs> with that. So – In order to get around Superman having a mustache, Warner Bros. decided to CGI his upper lip to remove the mustache. Now, we talked about CGI a lot in this episode, and we talked about how a lot of studios, specifically like a Marvel, but like Disney, they've done great things with CGI. How this got through the test screenings, (laughs) and they were just like, this is fine, it's cool, he looks great. uh Beyond I don't, me. <laughs> I don't understand a student film. If a CGI looked like that, they would be like, what is like, what are you doing? Like, why didn't you fix that? This is a major motion picture company releasing one of what they expected to be one of their most successful IPs making their big film debut together. And you could not only do you do that, you come out the gate first scene. That's the
2: first like, thing you show people.
0: <laughs> first thing. My, my eyes were drawn to it right away and in the theater i was like oh my god this is what we're in for okay i
2: forgot that that was the first thing you see okay, yeah. when i rewatched it and I, you know it started and that's the first thing i see and i just i laughed i was just like oh my god like this is what they chose to intro their film with yeah the two the that scene and then the actual opening scene are ridiculous
0: because then you go into the one where batman the music video no oh you uh. mean like the opening credits oh that's horrible the opening credits are awful it's like full on Snyder slow mo.
2: And I'm, yeah, it, it, that part, it was like, oh, yeah, this, this was Snyder. Yeah, he and, and I love opening credits. Like, I feel like films yeah. these days don't do opening credits enough. I hated this.
1: I just
0: love when the one dude is angry outside of like the convenience store and he kicks the fruit over and just, yeah. it it's, just focuses in on the fruit flying at the camera. It's like, the what homeless guy with
2: the sign that says, I tried. I was like, this is so Snyder right now. Oh, like, my God. oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, that was, that like, People always
0: said, like, trying to watch the movie, like, you're trying to figure out which scenes are Whedon's and which which scenes are Snyder's. That one was easy. Absolutely. (laughs) But the actual opening scene is Batman capturing that guy who just, like, robbed people on that rooftop. But he only uses him as bait to attract the Parademon. The Parademon, parademon, who's, like, the henchman of Steppenwolf, (laughs) uses him as bait. Uh, Batman captures the Parademon. and (laughs) The Parademon (laughs) kills I didn't know what you were going to say. The Parademon blows itself up. And Batman's talking to Alfred on the comms. <laughs> and the, the robber's like, do you, do you think he, they're coming because he's gone? Do you yeah. think like, and Batman's having a conversation with this guy? Like, <laughs> what was that thing? Yeah. It's, it's a parademon. Why is it coming here? It senses fear. Do you think it's here? Cause Superman's gone. Probably Alfred get the jet. And then he's, he's screaming into the distance as Batman flies away. Like, Oh, what are we going to do? Batman, what are we going to do?
2: I will say, I, with that scene, like, I'm a sucker for, like, I, I don't know how to describe it. Just, like, cheesy shots. It's like, oh, my goodness, of course. But, like, when he opens the door and you see Batman in the reflection of the window, I got, yeah. like, so hyped. I love that shot that so was much. Cool. It's, I like it's just that. so Batman, you know? And it's like, oh, I love it.
0: It's like, man, it's like the scene in Batman or Superman where the guys like, going through the hallways and they you see in the rafters up there like Batman, just hanging up there mm-hmm. waiting to pounce like i love shots like that's yeah that's peak batman yeah exactly like um but that's like the old that's like the most batman thing he does that in the we get movie. in the whole movie. yeah i love that scene so much it's like is the end coming batman <laughs> oh by the way yeah you just robbed all these people i'm gonna let you go yeah exactly yeah, i got like, what i needed know.
2: from you thank you yeah
0: i have bigger fish to fry here um, and then everything after that is basically just introducing all of these characters. We talked about Wonder Woman with the museum robbery. Um, nothing of importance happens there. Um, the only thing I find that interesting with that is, like, nobody knows who she is. But if you see Wonder Woman 1984, she's, like, clearly public and all of that. <laughs> so I don't really understand how nobody knew who Wonder Woman was. Yeah, I mean, Wonder Woman in 1984, like, the opening scene, she stops a robbery at a mall. Like Uh clearly people would know about this person, but in this one, they're like, what are you? It's just like, okay. Like I'm a believer. Yeah. Um, it's ridiculous. And then we see the flash going to visit his dad in prison and nothing important happens there. Um, Batman, we talked about the scene with Batman going to Iceland to go recruit Aquaman, where he delivers the line, Arthur Curry. I hear you talk to fish. Yeah. (laughs) like, that's a great trailer line. That's about it for that. Um, and then we see that uh, Victor Stone has melded with the Mother Box technology, thanks to his dad trying to keep him alive. Thanks, and thanks. that is that is how we meet the Justice League. I have a just question. Those couple of scenes.
1: Yeah, because I was just thinking about this because you were talking about 1984, um, sure. and I haven't seen it. What's the deal with Steve Rogers in that movie? <laughs> you
0: mean
2: uh, Steve
1: Trevor? What? <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, Steve yeah
0: I'll. Do we want? Do you want me to tell no, you? No, don't.
2: Want to spoil I, it? I. I'll. If you want to, like, I'll leave. But I, no, I fully intend no, no. on seeing the movie. Yeah, oh, I'm, you haven't guess, seen it? No, yeah. I didn't. Oh. I'm, I'm the only one that
1: watched it. Okay, because my question was, if he was in 1984, if he came back and she, because she was like, because you know, part of this movie where they're like Batman was being a dick was when, you know, he was like, oh, well, you haven't yet. gotten over Steve um, Trevor, Trevor or whatever. Yeah. And then, But then when you mentioned 1984, I'm like, wait, he was in 1984, so d- did she lose him more recently? So, yeah, I don't...
0: Yeah, I'm not going to spoil that, because okay. I think you guys should watch that movie, especially for what we're doing right now. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I won't spoil that. Um, that's a good point, though. That's our introduction to our Justice League, bunch of bullshit lines. Um, and then we are introduced to the villain, Steppenwolf, who arrives on Themyscira and just murders so many mm-hmm. of the Amaz- Amazons, like... The biggest—I uh, don't know if you guys noticed this, but I remember this being an issue when the film came out. So you see, Patty Jenkins's Wonder Woman film and what she does with Themyscira—these like regal warriors, just mm-hmm. like full-body armor. Just they like they're just no nonsense, great. And then in this film, we see them and they're basically like, just in bikinis. like sk- bikinis and yeah. like yeah and like yeah. I was wondering skirts. about that. It's like yeah. God damn, guys! Like, what are you doing? It's so misogynistic. It's terrible. Uh, that could have been either of those directors. Patty Jenkins
1: so. was like, "Oh man, we gotta make them look, you know, like actual warriors." Yeah. And Zack Snyder came in. He's like, "No, nah, they need to be sexy." Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, like
1: I was just, oh my god, give it's me so, It's ass. so glaring.
0: It's so glaring. Yeah. It's it's. Yeah. It's horrible. Um, I was looking
1: at their armor, right, and like the way that yeah. their boobs were just so pronounced in the armor.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that's always like a, like that breastplate armor is always one that two people talk about. Cause it just like, it if it's done wrong, it looks ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, I just remember seeing that it's just like, what are we doing? Like, we just had the, fir- the, ma- the first yeah. female led superhero movie. That was a major success for your studio because everybody loved how strong those female characters were. And you come in here with this and just throw it away. Oh, it was terrible. Um, What else happens? Uh, Then it's just more of uh, everybody interacting with each other. Like uh, the Mother Box contacts Vic Cyborg to tell him that Batman is looking for him. Um, The Mother Boxes, by the way, are basically just like living entities. Mm -hmm. Um, They come from a foreign planet. They're alien tech. But they're basically like, I don't know. it's uh, It's like AI, basically like artificial intelligence, but it's space artificial Alien, intelligence. Yeah. yeah. So that like the, the mother box can do a lot of things. Uh, Cause we're going to touch on it uh, with some of our stuff here. Um, But yeah, so that happens. Then Diana goes to see Bruce because she gets warned by the Amazonians and her, her mother that are still alive, that um, they shoot like a spire uh, that is like the thr- the shrine of the Amazons. And they sh- set it on fire to warn Diana. So she knows that they're coming. Um, they go talk about it. They talk about recruiting the rest of the team. Uh, Bruce goes to recruit Barry. Barry's just, like, couldn't be couldn't be any more ready to be on a team because, like we said earlier, he doesn't have any friends. That's his major character trait. Um, and then Diana goes to talk to Victor. He's super against it, um, but he shows up, like, the next scene and was ready to talk about it, so that didn't really matter. Um, and then, yeah, yeah. Uh, then we go to the second mother box. Uh, that's where the one we should. I forgot to mention the. Like
1: even our mother boxes, why are I, they so? Imp- I it, like I get what the movie says. I did just say no, that, I yeah. no no no. I know what I, I I get it, and I know what the movie said. But I'm just kinda, but like it's like. But why? You know what I'm saying. It's like a. It's a.
0: The mother boxes are a major cause comic book element to the DC comics. Yeah. they just don't explain it very well in this movie.
1: Yeah. It just was like, Oh, okay, cool. They're, I, I, am- I would
0: imagine, I would imagine in the Snyder cut that they will be explained further because there's characters coming in that movie that tie into the mother boxes. Um, but I wanted to talk about with this one, we have the flashback scene, which is probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. Cause, cause of how ridiculous it is. Um, where like we see that Steppenwolf invaded earth eons ago. Mm-hmm. But he was warded off by the Amazonians, the Atlanteans, the tribes of men, some of the gods like Zeus, Ares, Artemis. I think they were there. Um, and then a Green Lantern who just dies right away. So shout out to the Green Lantern oh, yeah,
1: Corps. The interesting thing about Liz is they actually did research on the previous films. And they were like, hey, why don't we have the character arc? of the lantern match the projection of green lantern in our film franchises oh god it's,
0: aw- it's awful <laughs>
1: the first um, to die
0: but they um he was the first to die on screen yeah but they ward off uh they ward off steppenwolf and he retreats which he's like in his lineage on apocalypse like retreat is basically like failure so he's like mm. he's not allowed back home so he's just plotting his return back so they have these three mother boxes and they give one to the Atlanteans, one to the Amazons, and one to the tribes of men. <laughs> the Amazonians and the Atlanteans have these like massive like holding cells, these big shrine things, it's like multiple things have to happen in order to gain access to
2: it. <laughs> the the tribes of men dug a hole and buried it in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> which i like i saw that and i was kind of like oh this is funny but then i'm also like the other two people it didn't do anything for him no just it's went, just it's just a funny know. visual like yeah <laughs> yeah like i would understand
0: like if like it didn't help building those things to keep it in there but just to show the visual of like men just being like just dig a damn well, hole and, throw and it in that there. was
1: the thing she's like she's like yeah and then the men they they hit it so no one no tribe could use it against each other i'm like They know where it is. Yeah, they know where it is. I'm like – I literally thought about that. Like, as
2: I was sitting there thinking about it, I was like, so how did this work? Did they, like, all go in there blindfolded? Only one guy was able to see where they go, and then after they buried it, they kill him? That's exactly – I was (laughs) like, did they
1: all take, like, a suicide pact? They're like, all right, so we're going to bury it, this place. Then we're all going to walk somewhere and then all kill ourselves. That way no one knows. Because I was just like, yeah, people know where it is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um. So yeah, so those are those are the Mother Boxes. Uh, with that in mind, the second Mother Box in Atlantis, Wolf goes after that one. Mera and some of the Atlantean guards try to stop him. They don't. Everyone dies except Mera. Aquaman shows up too to try and fight them, but he is unsuccessful as well. Um, so he gets the second Mother Box, and that's when Mera and Arthur have that conversation in the air pocket about like, you, you weren't the man to... To take on like take on the responsibilities now your mother had to do it but she's gone so now it falls on you and he's like yeah all right fine go the get combat
1: that, underwater that looked really rough too he's yeah. very mm-hmm. slow and unnatural yeah it's it something yeah, at least they fixed in the movie they did. the aquaman yeah.
0: movie the, yeah the visuals in aquaman it's like a it's it's interesting but they did fix that element. yeah um so yeah so then now he has two mother boxes this is now like enough for batman wonder woman and flash to go meet with jim gordon because jim gordon has some insight jim gordon again played by jk simmons this is like the only time he matters in the movie he he tells him like there's this we have nine uh employees of star labs which was the one that housed the mother box on earth they were the one looking doing the tech um and like those nine employees got taken by steppenwolf and the parademons so cyborg shows up and is like Hey, they have my dad. I know where they are. Let's go track them down. They go out there. They fight Steppenwolf. Lose. They're fighting in Gotham, I believe. Yeah, they're in Gotham because they're underneath the Gotham Harbor. And when Steppenwolf leaves, he, like, tears a hole underneath, and it just floods. So they're trying to escape. Aquaman shows up, saves them. They go topside, and they are they don't know what to do. Uh, Cyborg takes off. He comes back. He's got the third mother box. Like he knows where it was, and now mm. the league is protecting it, which they do a terrible job of later on. But <laughs> we'll get to that point. The next thing I want to talk about this is the this is where the film like really takes shape because they their plan to stop Sepp and Wolf, They don't. Batman tells him like none of them to do can do it as them, by themselves, even as a team, they can't do it. They need Superman in order to do this, and he talks about Superman so so much so like this is like the 15th movie in the dceu and they've been on screen together like fighting side by side for years now because they talk about, he talks about him like their best friends yeah he's like
1: hello oh, <laughs> superman just, the, the, the team needs clark it's like yeah. you don't know clark <laughs> you tried to kill him yeah Last, like you were trying to okay, kill him ryan to be fair yeah. their moms had the same first I know. name so I they're know. pretty I close.
0: <laughs> yeah it's fair that's a good point um we're going to save that talk for the Batman vs Superman episode that comes down the road eventually. Um,
1: Please do yeah. not make me watch any more DC movies. <laughs> oh, well, I no, swear they should no. be off limits because, yeah, they're bad. We get it. I don't want to watch any more. Uh, you know
0: what you signed up for. Not DC. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they decide to. they're going to bring back Superman in order to stop Seven Wolf. They, have, they very much disagree with it because how they're going to do it is the same way that Lex Luthor – Use Zod's body to create Doomsday. They're gonna, but except this time, they're gonna use the Mother Box. So the Mother Box is going to fuse with like the orange goo stuff that Superman's dead body is gonna be in, and Barry the Flash has to electrocute it at the precise moment to wake up Superman appropriately, and it works. They are they do do it, but this is where we have the scene. And Joel, is this the this is the scene that you wanted to touch on earlier,
2: right? When Superman's fighting the team, was this the one you want to talk about? I think i already talked about what i was oh did you say it whatever already? i mentioned earlier but no there is a thing i wanted to talk about here but i think you're getting to it i don't know if you want well, to keep going you can you can take over well i'm just going to kind of skip then i, I the first just, two it's other just, boxes it's just
0: it's just superman beats their asses after he gets resurrected he's yeah. about to kill batman but batman had a like a like an ace up his sleeve he Alfred, brought Lo- i need the big guns the big gun the big gun is, is lois lane lois lane and oh, Su- superman
2: superman goes <laughs> you hated that it was so stupid. And
1: Lois yeah. Lane was carrying this giant weapon.
2: It was like King <laughs> Kong. It was like, it was, oh, show yeah. him the girl. Oh, okay, I'm fine now. Like, um, But no, like it, it just drove me insane. It's like, oh, the first two mother boxes, there was this huge old battle over them. And this one, it was like, Batman was the last one to go out there, obviously, because it's like if Superman sees him, like Superman's going to lose his mind, right? right. So Batman's the last one to come outside. And then you just see Steppenwolf
0: fly into yeah. the freaking building, grab yeah. the mother box, and
2: leave. And I was like, <laughs> No one thought that they should maybe, you know, protect this thing. Still, it was ridiculous. Like, oh, right. man's back, and let's just leave it there.
0: Yeah, that was it. It was so, it was so dumb. They're all, they're all just looking out in the distance, like. It's like-
2: it's like he got honey, it.
1: Did you grab the keys? Yeah. No, I thought you grabbed them. Which Crap, they're yeah. still in the restaurant. <laughs>
2: Besides how like dumb it was that he just was able to fly in there and take it, it also felt like one of those things or felt like one of those things that was just so like like Cameron says like it needed to happen. Because it's like, really? This is when Steppenwolf's gonna show up when they're all outside away from the box. Like he couldn't have showed up at any other time. He's like, Oh, got my clear. And he just flies it and takes it. Like it uh oh, really seriously, insane.
1: you'd th- you'd think that he'd if he knew that they were trying to resurrect superman yeah he, had take he it would before try then. yeah he would try to take it before that you know
0: you would have thought that batman specifically would have been more protective of their mother box because early in the movie when he's talking about it with alfred alfred like asked him like what do you think's in this he's like i don't know some money yeah <laughs> <laughs> some money <laughs> this this ford alien cube has human money in it's it like a bunch of benjamins <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about money that's so stupid um, but that basically, oh, go ahead, Cam. You were gonna say something.
1: I just remembered we were talking about Ben Affleck, his Batman, but what the hell is with his voice? Why'd they do a robotic thing with his yeah, voice? They oh do my the, god, that pisses me off so much. Because,
0: like, they tried to do it like Bale does it, where it's like super gravelly, but this one sounds robotic. You're right, yeah, like yeah, but it's like there's like nothing like, covering his voice changer, he's there's nothing covering a fan. his mouth. Yeah, yeah. like, there's okay, no. we're gonna put this fan yeah. in front of your face. Yeah. Tell me,
2: do you bleed?
0: There's no, nothing covering his <laughs> mouth, so a, it's just so weird. He it's even uses it. He even uses it when they're about to enter into the main battle, which we're going to talk about. He's even using it when he's just talking to the other yeah. people who have seen his face and heard his regular voice. He still
2: has it. Just like, what are we doing? Um,
1: no, I think it's a voice changer in the suit,
2: but like what I'm saying, like he doesn't make like, sense in Batman versus Superman when he had the, when he the, had like, the, like the Mecca. Mecha yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That made sense. This one didn't make sense at
0: all.
1: Yeah. No, I, that pisses me off.
0: Yeah. It was so dumb.
1: Uh, Batman pisses me off in this movie. <laughs> he's yeah. He's ben Affleck is terrible.
0: <laughs> there, oh, yeah we this is a bad performance all around um but then we go to the main we go to the main one like the main ending fight right like this is the where like the sky
2: is as red as we've ever seen it um oh my I god i hated that and i hated yeah, that i understand it but i hated the grade with that yeah. like all of a sudden everything just looked super orange all the characters skin tones were like very orange like, it, was, was, just... ridiculous. it see, was ridiculous see a lot of
1: people see i'm I mean, to actually i don't really i didn't really see an issue with the whole orange thing i get that that was something that um when like going back after the snyder cut and after the release of the new trailer or whatever people were like the orange or whatever i didn't necessarily see an issue with that um I mean, again, that's just going to be a stylistic choice that each director is going to do something different about. But you know,
0: yeah, it's just it just looks weird, though. I just think it looks off-putting. Um, but sure, whatever. Uh, <laughs>
1: that's what Ryan thinks, in my opinion. Yeah, sure, no, whatever. No, I, I never
0: <laughs> said that. How dare you, sir? Um, no, I just think I just think it was it just think it looked bad. Like, no well, the whole that. movie looked bad. Well, that's that's a fair point. Yeah, but yeah, we get to that fight, and it's just. Seven will beating the crap out of them until Superman shows up. Basically, like we talked about earlier, right? Am I missing anything with that?
2: No. Nope, uh, besides,
0: it. besides the oh. Flash, the Flash trying to save that Russian family that we okay. see like fifty. That's oh yeah, I'm what I'm the hell I, is I, that? I meant to bring
2: that up in the in the beginning. It's like, what was this whole? Yeah, like you said, Cam. What was the reason behind that Russian family? Like, what's the plot there? There was nothing. It was like, I, I literally, I I can't put together any reason why that we needed to see them.
1: I wonder if we'll see them in the Snyder Cut maybe yeah because <laughs> c- yeah, i well, like you get a well, whole backstory that's actually the two hours that they add in it's about that family i yeah. legitimately
2: like thought like oh here's what we're gonna see like seeing the first time like oh this is we're gonna see like the religious undertones that snyder likes to throw in like this family's gonna like get very religious about this whole experience and like you don't get any of that you know and i i truly have no clue what that family's in there for
0: yeah i don't know it's a good question um I think, it's just like, I think it's like in it. uh I think it's like in uh in Avengers where there's like uh, or no in, in yeah, in Avengers where like there's that one waitress that we see like fifty times mm-hmm. in the final battle. I think he just likes to do that where it's like they did it again with the in Ultron with like the sister and little brother that Hawkeye tries to save, uh, that gets Quicksilver killed. Uh, Whedon just likes to here's this random person. Let's pay attention I, to that. But During it wasn't even action.
1: like the battle. It was built through the entire movie. I know, yeah, it was like, no, were, it was weird. It, it was, was so weird. weird. It's like yeah, it's like an
2: attempt like to like let humanized. audiences yeah exactly let audiences be like wow like imagine if we were going through this and it's like that's Lighton. the
1: crazy thing we get yeah. as much backstory for that for that family as we do for the flash Right? Yeah. there's literally the same amount of they time they never
2: talk about so you got struck by lightning huh uh, something like that cool that's all we get that was to
0: know it about. yeah, yeah. When, 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 when cyborg and flash are digging yeah. up superman's corpse that's yeah. what they talk about and that he
2: wants a fist bump like it's uh yeah
1: yeah and the, yeah, the the line that's literally like, no racial undertones here or something like that, <laughs> and you're just like, this is really cringy.
0: Yeah, but uh, they defeat Steppenwolf as a team. He's got it so he's and, in- and the
1: battle was about as anticlimactic as you just said. as us talking it was. about yeah, it, yeah, they defeat yeah. Steppenwolf, and,
0: and uh, the Parademons turn on him because they can smell his fear, and then he gets like teleported somewhere, but he's clearly gonna be killed by them. Um and that that's it and then all the everybody's moved into their starting positions for the sequel that's never gonna happen. Uh, Bruce and Clark have that scene where Bruce Wayne buys an entire bank to buy the house back for march Kent the, the To farm. get the
2: house back, I I bought the, bought bank. the bank. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, that's dumb. Like okay, the classic Bruce Wayne. Um, and then Bruce and Diana find like this old like giant shed and they're like, this is gonna be the Hall of Justice. Let's yeah. put these six chairs and here and right here. There's gonna be a table. And there's yeah. gonna
2: be six chairs with room for more. That's uh, right,
0: room for more. It's like, yeah, I don't think so. Um, no room for Green Lantern apparently. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and then yeah, they don't forget,
2: all... don't forget, uh, Barry Allen got a job.
0: Yeah, he at the yeah in uh, forensics at Central City Police Department, which um, is what his normal job is.
2: Likes his dad again.
0: Yeah, and he has new armor. He redesigned he has his armor. New armor. Um, what was Aquaman doing? Do we remember? Talking he just went swimming. Yeah, 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 he went swimming. he went swimming, yeah. Um and then do you yeah, talk to fish. Yeah. You do talk to fish, right? He's like, It's the water. It's that the does. water that talks. <laughs> what? <laughs> um but then guys, so that's when the movie ends. But then then we have two end credit scenes. Yeah.
2: Oh two.
1: are there really? Did two. you not watch him? Did you didn't no, watch them? No. Oh man. You're gonna <laughs> oh, love this. You're yeah. gonna love it. Joel, why don't you tell us I what are I turned end off this scenes. movie as fast as I could.
2: Which yeah. one jo- comes first? I don't remember. The one with uh Clark and Barry. Okay, perfect. That's the one I want to talk about. So the first end credit scene or mid credit scene we get is Clark and Barry standing on a road and they're like, wow, I'm excited. I've always wanted to do this. And, and Clark says something like, yeah, I've always been curious myself. What are they doing? They're going to race. They're going to race each other from wherever they're at to the good. They say West coast, right? He's like, where do you want to go? Or he says, which coast? And he's like, uh, West coast. And he points like the wrong direction and Clark's like, like, so yeah, I knew that. And then they basically count down or no, they, he says something like, uh, uh, if I win, I get to tell everybody I won or Clark says, if I win, uh, Bruce said, you have to treat us all to brunch. And it's like a callback to the theme. He's like, what is brunch? You know, and he's like, Oh, that's not fair. Whatever. Well, if I win, I get to tell everybody. He's like, yeah, sure. And then they're like, okay. And they light a little firecracker and they throw it on the ground. And you see them both getting set and then they just take off and it goes into slow-mo and Superman's flying and, and the flash is running and they're just racing each other to the ocean. Because we needed to see that in the credits.
1: Cool. It's,
0: yeah, that's the first one.
2: But then the second one, Cameron. Oh man, are you ready for the second
1: one? i ready, ready for this one.
0: So in this one, we see we go to to the jail cell that Lex Luthor was put in at the end of Batman vs Superman, and we see a bald guy in like a restraint jacket, and the guard is like, "Hey, Luthor, time to do whatever. Go make license plates or some shit." Um. <laughs> And we turn him around, and it's not Lex Luthor. It's another random bald guy who just starts laughing. Um, maniacally. Maniacally, yeah, like a Joker laugh. Um, we then cut to a speedboat approaching a massive yacht in the harbor. On the speedboat is Deathstroke, a.k.a. Slade Wilson, played by – I'm going to get this last name wrong. Joe Manganiello. Joe, that's right, yeah. I'm not even oh, going to say wow. it. wow, okay. Yeah, Joe Manganiello, um, who was supposed to be the main villain in the uh, – Ben Affleck scripted Batman film. So it was setting him up and he approaches the top deck of this yacht and that there's Lex Luthor and they're saying, Jesse like, Eisenberg. Yeah, yeah. Jesse Eisenberg. What? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, what did you bring me here for Luthor? It's like, well, it looks like, uh looks like the heroes are, uh looks like they're forming a team or a league of sorts. Doesn't that mean that we should have a league of our own? And, oh, it's, uh, Madonna, and it's a great movie and it's supposed to set up the legion of doom or something like that which is like a major supervillain team up um yes. and that's it then the movie ends Why you I see the superheroes yeah scene, to start
1: a league of our own
0: i'm uh too busy with the uh with the return of the alien but uh this is what we should do it's like okay huh. uh eisenberg um but yeah, guys, that's Justice League. We've already gone pretty long on this film, but it's a lot of good stuff to talk about, especially with a film which had as much controversy as this one did. With that in mind, is there anything that we could do to like just plus this up? Can we make? Can we salvage this movie, Cameron? We're gonna go to you
1: first. Um, no. I mean, we're gonna see Zack Snyder try. <laughs> Uh, right yeah it's hard to answer that question because we're gonna see that we're gonna see and like you know i guess i am interested in seeing what he does because i don't think that there's i think that the snyder cut is just going i'm excited for the snyder cut to release because i can't wait to see all of these people who were so set on the snyder cut being what fixes the justice league yeah having it crumble and i don't say it. like obviously you're not you're not rooting against it no se. i obviously hope that it's going i obviously hope that it's a good movie and that Zack snyder you know makes the movie that he wanted to although you know i don't i i don't think Zack snyder is a great director so right maybe you know um you know what he thinks is a, you know is the movie he wants to make i don't necessarily think that that will be you know it that i don't necessarily think that means that it'll be a great movie but you know at least he might have his vision um but i but it's just because as you're talking about the fandom was so ridiculously toxic about and they're like oh we win it's a victory because this move this does it you know it's proof that the justice you know that the snyder cut existed and you know shut up um (laughs) it's not proof i mean it's 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 you know y'all are pathetic um (laughs) but you know i so It'll be very interesting because for, you know, turning a two hour movie into a four hour movie is yeah. not like some. You know, small, you know, cut here or there. We'll um,
0: yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Yeah, with that. we'll see what happens. Uh, Joelle, are you kind of in the same camp as like we're gonna see essentially somebody take another shot at this? So
1: yeah,
2: I mean, my, my short answer is no, you can't fix this because as I mentioned before, the way to fix this is to be patient and develop these characters in yeah. either their own movies or other movies. Right. That that's the first thing you got to do because, yeah. like I said, my biggest issue with this film was them trying to cram in. Like Cameron said, we don't see the Justice League together until an hour into the movie and that gets fixed by having these characters already developed ahead of time even like like we didn't really need to see that much of diana you know because she was already established at this point and yeah she'd already
0: been in two other films
2: yeah so it's like why why are we spending time on her and it's just it this gets fixed by having other movies ahead of time you know like i said earlier the the blueprint was there we are
1: seeing it it with the snyder cut because as i said a a four-hour movie is not a movie right yeah, no. we can't call it you know we can't say it's oh he's making the movie he wants to make because there, there's a zero way that this movie would have ever been released at four hours in Zack's, you know it's not like Zack snyder it was like oh yeah i know going into this movie i'm gonna have four hours to make a theatrical release mm-hmm. you know um so the movie that we see is not the movie that we were ever going to get until yeah. you know last year so
0: yeah i'm with you um we'll see and we're like I said earlier, we're going to talk about the Snyder Cut after we all see it, and uh, give everybody a little more time on their ends to watch it as well. Uh, to close this episode out, refund wise, Cam, what are you thinking for this one? Ticket sits
1: about nine dollars. Jesus, um, I'm not going to ask for a refund. Um, yeah, I, I'm not going to ask for a refund just because. Well, one, uh, I I would have never seen this in the theater. Uh, I didn't see it until today, but even then, I, I, I don't think it's one of those things where it's for me, even, you know, for the show, asking for a refund is me expecting something and not having it be delivered. And I guess you could say I expected to see the Justice League and I didn't get that. Um, but the movie, I, it's, a, it's a DC movie. I, I, don't, I don't expect much from it.
0: What about you, Joel? Are you looking for a refund on Justice I'm League? I'm going to be in the
2: same boat as Cameron here. I'm not going to ask for a refund, and mainly my reason for this is because as much as I don't really care for this, at the end of the day, it's superheroes on the big screen. And anytime I get to see Batman on the big screen fighting people, and, and especially this, sense just seeing the Justice League in some way, shape, or form as bad as it was um i'm kind of similar to cam i wasn't going into this with huge expectations i didn't like man of steel and i didn't care for batman versus superman so i went into this just kind of with the hopes of like oh hopefully it'll be somewhat fun maybe it'll surprise me um it didn't it let me down um but like i said at the end of the day i still got to see superheroes on the big screen so i'm not gonna take a refund here man i thought i was gonna make up ground this
0: week on you guys (laughs) um i I hear what both of you are saying It's like, it's, and you know me, I love superhero movies. So mm-hmm. like, I s- totally see what you're saying with like, yeah, it's a superhero movie. It was what it was. I enjoy the characters, not these depictions of them, but I like the characters enough that I would, I'm fine. I think I have to ask for, you know what? Um, I'll go this way. I'll ask for $3 back on this one and I'm going to pretend like it's the $3, like it's the one third of the movie that Joss Whedon did. And I would like my (laughs) refund on the Joss Whedon parts of this movie. So I'll go with one third. Um, What was the
2: ticket price? Oh, it was nine? Nine. It was nine, yeah. So
0: $3. So that'll about wrap things up here for the Justice League film. Uh, Before we go, we like to do our recommendations of good things to watch for you all. Cam, why don't you go first this week? What do you got for our listeners?
1: Yeah, so we were talking about Jesse Eisenberg. uh, And that jogged my memory of a fantastic Jesse Eisenberg movie I've seen titled The Double. Uh, It's a movie where Jesse Eisenberg uh, essentially finds out that there's a doppelganger of himself. It came out around the same time as Enemy, which was another doppelganger film. That one was with Jake Gyllenhaal. In my opinion, the double is massively better. The world, the setting that the double is in is so fascinating There's so many interesting things that happen in it. And you won't just enjoy the movie for Jesse Eisenberg's performance or the incredibly smart um, script. But you'll just enjoy the movie because each and every corner, each and every shot, there's something new to take in with the world. So highly recommend The Double.
2: Joel, what do you have for us? Uh, So I'm going to pick a sports movie this week. um, And it's something that the anniversary just recently passed. I'm going to pick the film Miracle. Um, mm. Whether you're a hockey fan or not, or a sports fan or not, Miracle's a fantastic and very inspirational movie. Um, and I've got hockey on in the background right now, and just thinking about Miracle, it's like, hey, like that's a great film, and I think you should check it out. Nice. I'm going to go with a film that has been in the news a little bit recently just because
0: it's awards season. Um, it just won a Critics' Choice Award for Best Comedy, I believe. I'm going to go with the Hulu film Palm Springs.
1: Great movie. Highly, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you on yeah. that one.
0: I think it's one of those films that came out this year that because of where it was dropped, not enough people saw it. Mm-hmm. If you like the Bill Murray Groundhog Day film, this is a, ex- not expanded, but a retelling of that film per se in a more modern era with a little more of a fantastical element attached to it. Um, Andy Sandberg and Kristen Melody, kill it in that movie. Um, I would highly recommend uh, Palm Springs to everybody.
1: That's a really good recommendation.
0: Thank you. I I agree. Um, So, before we go, our episode next week. If you saw on our social medias, on our Instagram, a little recently we had a poll with three options for our fans to vote on. Those three movies were Now You See Me, Sorry to Bother You, and Guardians of the Galaxy. We left it up to the fans to decide the next movie that we were going to review on the show You all voted, and we will reveal that film to you shortly. (laughs) Boo! Yeah, go check out our Instagram uh, later on this week. No, it'll be... Monday. Yeah, Monday. Yeah, Monday we will reveal to everybody. We should reveal
1: it only on Discord. That way, if people want to know, they have to join (laughs) our Discord.
0: Yeah, we do have a Discord now, so you can come chat with us, talk about the film. We're just getting it started, um, but we'd love to talk to everybody, especially about the episodes they've listened to and any other things they want to talk about yeah. in the film and
2: world or anything in general. If you're not familiar with Discord, I know it might be kind of daunting to be like, do I want to like download this or make an account for, for this? i I, I never used Discord until like last year. It's awesome. Honestly, Like, I use Discord a ton now. Um, so like ryan said we're just trying to build like another spot for the community to kind of interact and just have some good conversation again whether it's about movies or other things like there's going to be tons of space for off-topic conversation so yeah if you have any questions about discord or anything like that like shoot us a message we'd love to have more of you on discord Mm
3: -hmm.
0: and then as always you can check us out on our socials at refund pod on instagram twitter all that and check out our show on all of your podcasting platforms such as apple and spotify That'll do it for the Just Sleek episode of I'd Like a Refund podcast. We'll see you all next time.